I just found a bag of fireworks in the men's restroom. Would you guys like to light them off? It's 7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! What is patriotism? Patriotism is making your country a better place. Patriotism is being proud of yourself and your work. Patriotism is sharing. Patriotism is cooperation. Patriotism is being responsible. Patriotism is love. Patriotism is looking, really looking, and really appreciating. There are many ways to show your patriotism. Some small, some large, but all important. All of them, ways of showing your love of country, showing your patriotism. And nothing says patriotism like tanks on the National Mall. Welcome back to uh, the ongoing saga of the 4th of July. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. Joe Santorsa is off tonight, but joining us as always on the program, uh, well, from the Beltway Bureau, Washington, D.C., the bubble, the... Uh, Wait, did I say the Beltway Bureau? I did. I said that. Four Freedoms Blog. It's rain from Four Freedoms Blog. Hello. Hi. Hi. And, and the ramparts in air. In the airports. And we stood <laughs> in the line at KB at DCA. Oh, wow. And they closed the gate. All right, I'm done. Okay, that was nice. Thank you for that musical interlude, Rain. And <laughs> joining us uh, uh, for all three hours tonight, generously uh, giving uh, joining us for the first hour since Joe is off, well, we have a little jingle for him. Hello, Bob. There you go. Hi, Bob. <laughs> howdy, howdy. And now you know what my life is like. <laughs> true. Well, there you go. It's true. So, I sing yeah. all the time. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I do, too. If you well, you guys know that I sang probably more at your house than I've sang anywhere in a while. Uh, so yeah, so I had a Fourth of July celebration yesterday. Uh, it was okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, there are some things that I won't disclose on air that happened, but nothing, nothing horrible. I'll just say you know, I um, I had an experience that was a little strange. Uh, but anyway, 
Uh, Are you experienced? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, and, and kind of an unwanted one at that. But, yeah, so it was... Um, but it, we, we went to our friends Doug and Stacy's, and, you know, Susan and I both kind of thought we were there. It's like, yeah, we had some nice conversation with people, and there's people that we really like there. But it's kind of one of those crowds that we kind of feel like as we're getting older, we're just kind of, we have less and less in common with not even like politically or anything like that, but just like everyday life. And, and a lot of them have kids too, you know, if you're, if you're a person of a, of a certain age and don't have kids, there's, there's uh, trying to, trying to fit in with, with the family, family types. It's, is rough. Yeah, because all the all the you know they're they're all you know lives revolve around their kids, and there's nothing wrong with that, of course. Mm-hmm. But you know, our lives revolve around our dogs, so you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's Bob is really on point. I literally was just going to ask that question. We have we have um, a couple of friends who they're super cool, and they know that we live around our dogs, and um, they have their kids, but they're. Well, they're partiers. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But no, I understand exactly what you're talking about. Well, and and it was and it's not really even just that because we have, you know, every time we have a party, we have, you know, you saw our our anniversary party at the house. It was not unlike what a party we would or I'm sorry, not at the house, but at uh, House of Blues. Um the you know we we have people over with kids all the time we try to cater to them and stuff like that i mean not really older kids or anything like that mostly just little kids um because you know older kids are surly and they just want to have their phone in their hands and they're like i don't want to go to that stupid party it's it's true (laughs) dumb god just leave me alone um and uh, (laughs) yeah but you know, so it was it was kind of that. But we did have some nice conversations with, with people. But you know, it just kind of like you know, it seemed like at one point a lot of the mommies were talking and a lot of the daddies were talking. You know? Yeah. Yes. So, so I was just like, you know, okay, all right. But yeah, and you know, and you had you know lots of you know people bringing their kids to your party and everything and you know it was fine it was like so it was just a different dynamic it was like you know yeah you know people yeah i got kids we'll talk about them a little bit but you know there was no like you know okay mommy's all over here daddy's all over here you know (laughs) it was very you know it was like everybody was well integrated and you know enough people were hopping around as social butterflies you know that it it kept things moving nicely so you know that's 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 the sign of a good party so but anyway uh, i made my chili um i did a new twist on it uh this time i used uh since i for the chili i made for you guys uh party i did the the butterfly chop the venison butterfly chop and two pounds of ground uh venison for this i just that i had to do ground beef so i did um i have round steaks overnight and then i made and then i took my hamburger and i mixed some celery and uh onion and green peppers in with the meat and some bunch of seasoning and i just made real quick patties and threw them on the grill and i brought those and i brought those in and i chopped them up and i put them in the chili so now it's got a nice grill taste in it so so it's kind of kind of interesting, you know. Came out good. 
I that's all I ate was my chili at the party too. <laughs> so there was a lot. You of- didn't want to eat some of the applesauce goo out of the little sucky boat things. <laughs> you know, you didn't want to have a gogurt. A gogurt. That's what I'm. Oh about. yeah. You know, and I was even so nice one year. I actually made chicken nuggets because there was there's almost always so many kids there. I made chicken like homemade chicken nuggets, and they flew flew out. So and homemade sauces too. But um, but anyway, yeah. So uh, but uh, yeah. So we had parties. Fireworks started going off before the grand finale. We always get in the car and and head out because it, a fifteen minute drive would easily turn into an hour trying to get out of Lakewood. So, you know, but the benefit to that is we see fireworks all the way home <laughs> because the, uh, I mean, I swear more and more as time goes on, everybody's going out and just amassing fireworks and, and blowing them off. Uh, I mean, we had a professional display uh, two blocks away from our house the other day and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the city, it wasn't a suburb, it was just somebody you know nice. so somebody somebody spent a whole paycheck on uh, some yeah whole unemployment check probably a whole the unemployment fireworks <laughs> yeah phantom phantom fireworks is what we have around here um and uh but no they probably spent a whole unemployment check um because i i don't i don't think people that spend that much money on fireworks are really wise about how they spend their money um <laughs> you know um but yeah, so in in you know yeah if, if I, oh my god I got to tell you this this happened on um, Wednesday night I was sitting out back it was nice and cool it wasn't too buggy because of the fireworks I think that somehow bugs don't like fireworks or something so I wasn't fun, even seeing mosquitoes I don't know if the like the vibrations in the air freak them out or something like that I don't know. But um, I wasn't encountering any bug bites. So I'm sitting outside and I was waiting for our, you know, feral Billy to come along. And, uh, and I thought I saw her uh, crawling. We have a, a freestanding hammock on the, on the uh, patio that we're going to move out to the yard once it looks like most of the rain is done. And, um, and I saw something move underneath it. And I look over and what the hell do you think? It is? It's after dark and it's a fucking groundhog. <laughs> oh no and i stood up and i said hey get the fuck out of here you dirty motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> no. and i chased them okay. uh, i chased them through the yards but apparently it had uh it was kind of late it was almost like 10 i think and you don't see groundhogs out after dark so it must have gotten scared and went somewhere temporary other than its home and then it's like, I'm going to go over here and see if I can find something, you know. And then he sees me and he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. These days you're going to catch him, you're going to skin him, and you're going to make him into chili. Hell no. <laughs> I won't defile my crock pot with, with, <laughs> with dirt rat meat. Aww. Big fat dirt rats. That's what they are. They're not that. Okay. Punxsutawney Phil. I'm flipping you off right now. Um, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm out. Tommy, Phil, it's shit. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> Punxsutawney filling the hole. <laughs> I'll get myself a rim shot for that. A dark rim shot. Um, so, anyway, um, I, I w- obviously am not going to be talking about it tonight, but uh, Susan and I also, we went to see Spider-Man Far From Home on, uh, on the 4th of July. Um... I was so excited to go see it, and I got to go see it. It was so good. But I know you guys aren't really into that stuff, so that's all I'm going to say. I'll talk about it on Sunday on Mike Check Radio. No spoilers for me, but I'll tell you what, it's amazing. Um, but yeah, it was really good. So, uh, but how, how was your guys' uh, 4th of July? Um, it was it was very low-key because yes. uh, Wednesday night we went to see Rolling Stones. That's right. How was that a, concert? The concert itself was awesome. It was it was really really good. I mean, it's, you know, you think about these guys and how old they are and, and how mm-hmm. hot it was. I mean, we're just sitting in the stands and we're dying from the heat. And they're up there, you know, running around and playing. And I mean, even if you're not running around, just playing and singing can. I mean, you know, it it, it you get hot doing that, especially under the lights and stuff. And so, I. I Kudos to them for, for for still, you know, doing it after all these years, you know? Yeah. Over 56 years. And, I, I, um, so I, wonder if Gold, awesome. I wonder if Gold Bond's a sponsor. <laughs> ah. but, so the show was great, and then we get out, and um. we, at, at this stadium, it is like out in the middle of the suburbs, and there's nothing around it. No, I can't even... Wait, I'm going to interrupt you. Sounds like it's, Blossom. It's, it's not out in the middle of the suburbs. It's just out there in the middle of nowhere. Right. Even though technically it's a suburb. Yeah, there's, there's just... FedEx Field. This is Redskins Field, mm-hmm. where the Redskins play. It's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Well, that's how right. Richfield Coliseum used to be around here, and it's kind of what Blossom is now. We've got a big outdoor amphitheater that's cut out in the sticks called Blossom. Right. Go, go ahead. So, 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 the, so there's nothing within walking distance. and um, We took an Uber there. Yeah, so we took an this Uber there. And, and we've gone there. We went there for a football game. You take an Uber. Take an, get, there's, a, there's, a little, there's an area that you go to for, for, for Uber pickup. And it was no big deal because well, the thing is is after the game, it was 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and Metro was running. After the concert, Metro was not running. So anyone who took Metro there suddenly, oh, well, we need an Uber. So there was well over a 1,000 people trying to get Ubers and Lyfts. And on oh. top of that, our, both of our phones died. Yeah. Oh. And so, so we couldn't even call for an Uber. We couldn't even call for a taxi. And there's no phones anywhere. There's no like pay phones. There's no, there's no office. What's a pay phone? No desk. There's nowhere we could <laughs> go to. <laughs> yeah, what's a pay phone? So <laughs> I mean, there was essentially no, nothing. We're essentially stuck with nowhere to go, no way to get a ride, and except for just look, wait for a cab and try to flag one down. And there were no cabs coming. So I mean, the long long story short, even though it's already long, um, it took us like well, at least an hour and a half, I think. The concert ended at ten thirty. We did not get home until one thirty. Ow. So, yeah. So we ended up. There, there was a guy that that worked, you know, at the stadium. that was directing traffic. He he called a cab place for us, and 
it took the cab probably 45 minutes to get there, but we made it. it. <laughs> the so that's was so amazing. We, we made, yeah, so we made it to bed like 3 a.m. You know, by the time you get home after all that. So, yeah, 4th of July, we were just dead beat. Just dead. Oh, I bet. And, and so, you know, it's kind of like after the, the day after the, the, our party. And yes. so we didn't really want to. Didn't want to do anything. We, I mean, we just had some bison burgers on the on the grill, and that was pretty much it. We l- listened, nice. listened to all the fireworks going on all around us. It sounded like Sarajevo. Yeah, the really. Dogs are freaking out. Oh, I have no doubt. You guys are going to hear a little something, something as soon as it gets dark. Probably starting around nine fifteen. We're going to be hearing them around here. Uh, oh. Little Baghdad uh, is is what I've named our neighborhood. Uh, oh, I need to read this from Meow Goodness. It says, one day I saw what looked like a groundhog digging a hole in my lawn. Closer examination revealed it to just be the groundhog's hindquarters laying on the ground. <laughs> oh, my God. What <laughs> ate it? Uh, oh, no. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny shit. Um... So I got to ask you about the con- a little bit about the concert. Um, you know, I'm I'm definitely I'm not a huge fan of the Stones, but I prefer them. You know, like people say, there's either Stones or Beatles fans. I would have to be um, a Stones fan if I had to choose. Um, although Mick Jagger is a little creepy. There was some of the uh, like Mackenzie Phillips. I don't know if you ever heard those stories. That's a little gross. Um, but uh, the the uh, what was the deepest cut? Uh, they they did that you were impressed oh. by i'm raising my hand go ahead have mercy or the others it's called mercy 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 mm-hmm. mercy and they it was the first it was the first time they played it in 50 years live wow yeah it's it's a cover tune but they yeah they, they uh they haven't played it live in yeah since 69 yeah, July July fifth, nineteen sixty nine, and and the reason why I bring this up, I would never have known about it, is that um, a couple of days before that, uh, Wapo ran an article, you know, about the Stones are coming back to D.C. again, and um, Keith Richards was the person who was interviewed in it, and he said that he really wanted to play the song, and he said, well, you know, I've been asking him to do this for years, and. Uh, he said, "We'll see what happens," and they played it. They played it that night, which I I thought was amazing, and it was really good. And I, I, it, it's not one of the biggest hits of the Rolling Stones, obviously, because the first time that they played it was 1965 mm-hmm. at a free at a free concert in London. The last time they played it was. In in 1969. Anyway, it, so did that they, was it, deep it, cut, they, they have they done a studio version of it? it? Their studio version was back then. Okay, so it was on one of the albums. That's cool. Yeah, it's a very deep cut. But they played under my. Come on, what under my thumb? Uh, no, else? I don't. No, they they played. Um, you know, painted black. Um, yes. Of course, they, they, they played painted black. There's a couple. Well, yeah, they have so many hits, you know. I mean, they played all the hits. Um, yeah, I mean, they opened up with um, "Jumping Jack Flash" and and closed it down with um, what they closed it down with. Um, oh, I mean, it all just kind of ran together. Um, but they did, you know, uh, rock and roll. It's rock only rock and roll, but I like it. Uh, Brown Sugar, of course. Um, yeah, and, and um, 
He just, he just, you know, like I said, they played all their hits. Uh, they did a, a, little, a couple they songs. They opened. He, he, they he, opened he, with Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah. And they uh, closed with um, Gimme Shelter. Cool. Yeah, that's right. I just, I just pulled up the set list. Under my thumb's so, a great song. If, if they played uh, that, uh, that, that's, that's about, that's one of the songs. That really doesn't get as much airplay as all the other songs. That's because that's a well, good yeah, it's, song. It's extreme. It's extremely misogynist. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah. You know, I'm not one to pay that close of attention to lyrics. So, oh, um, yeah, read the lyrics, boy. Holy oh, crap! <laughs> shit. Why does that happen when songs are really good and you just don't pay attention? It's like, you know, I just, you know, I'm like, yeah, under my thumb. You know, I, I know that part. Couldn't <laughs> tell you another line. Um, yeah, read the, I, I, I'm telling you, read the lyrics. You, you're like, holy shit. <laughs> maybe I don't want to. Uh, so, um, but they, they did a couple songs. You know, the Keith, uh, Mick Jagger took a break, and Keith sang a couple songs. And the thing that kind of pissed me off is that you know, of course, Keith's not the dynamic singer that you know Mick is. But you know, he starts singing a song, and that's when everyone decides to get up and go to the bathroom and get another beer. Oh. Yes. Poor like, Keith. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd go through one of the, like, overplayed hits. That's what I'd do. You know. But we, but. Got, to, we got to hear them play Angie. Yeah. There you go. It was... It was Outdoors. Yeah, they did that little acoustic set where they they, uh, they set up a little... You know, they, they had, like, the, the walk... The, the the catwalk that went out to the middle of the... the, the mm-hmm. um, the general admission crowd, then you know, like a sort of a little stage out there at the end of it, and so while they're playing, the roadies set up this little little drum set out there, so they all walked out there and they played uh, like about three songs acoustic. Wow. Uh, one of which, you know, one of which Ron Wood had like a lap steel he was playing, and, and I, I got to tell you, Kenny, I think you would appreciate it. I was just digging on all the guitars that they played. Oh, I bet. I mean, that it was just like a, a who's who of, of classic guitars. You know, the Telecasters, the Les Paul Junior. Um, mm. You know, ES three fifty five. There was some, uh, some like I said, some steel guitars that some massive gu- guitar porn going on. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and the funny the thing that was that was just amazing to me is it didn't matter what guitar Keith Richards is playing, it always has that that kind of. 60s harsh twang mm-hmm. over distorted twang that that you know you, you recognize from stone songs oh yeah and it's like it's like how does he always get that same sound regardless of the guitar he's playing and i guess it's just the way he he hits the strings or something yeah the I way mean, he, the way he gets them way he gets them set up how his techs you know customize mm-hmm. them or whatever um but yeah yeah i'm yeah one of the things i learned at um i think it was at the rock and roll hall of fame is that he doesn't like to use effects he says he just can't deal. He doesn't want to be bothered with having to dealing with pedals and stuff. So yeah, he just plugs into the amp and, and cranks it up. Yeah, uh, it, 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 Ace Frehley's kind of the same way. <clears throat> uh, you know, I know you're not the biggest Kiss fan, but his his guitar. I mean, you can tell it's Ace Frehley every time he plays, even if it's just like a couple notes. And you know, he always maintains that similar, you know, quality. You know, he's got a real kind of fat and and deep uh you know and it's almost he almost has a little bit of uh page and um um 
you, God, uh, Keith Richards. Uh, he almost has a little bit of that, kind of that, I don't want to say it's slop, but a looseness that, mm-hmm. you know, makes it seem much more organic when he's playing. So, um, so yeah, and I, he's not a big effects guy. I think every once in a while he'll use a wah pedal, but that's it. Yeah, I got to tell you, I seeing the Rolling Stones in concert was something that has been on my bucket list. Uh, many years ago, I was like, yeah, I'm never going to get to do this because they're going to die. Oh, um, and you no, were <laughs> wrong. I was wrong. And I almost wasn't wrong because we bought these tickets way went back, I think. Probably last, last fall. I think it was last fall. And then suddenly it was like, oh, shit. Mick Jagger's having heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> but um, it was great. Well, and then he, he released... By the way, what, I post, He released uh, a couple months ago that... For under my thumb in the, uh, oh, in the chat. Gee, thanks. Yeah, and I also posted so. <laughs> a list of the... Uh, I posted a list of the set list. I mean, they played Brown Sugar. They It was just... Because this tour basically is... It's a greatest hits tour. Mm-hmm. You know, it's called No Filter. They're not promoting an album. They're going to be coming out with an album, but so they're just out there playing hits, and oh, it was it was fun. It was really and yeah, and the, the, this is another part that was really funny. It was, um, uh, I guess it was yeah, the last song. Uh, Satisfaction was the last song, and and Mick Jagger was just drawing it out and drawing it out and drawing it out, you know, and <laughs> yes. getting people singing along and stuff. And you know, they they have like the big screens by the stage, mm-hmm. and. Um, they, you know, so they showed the different members of the band playing, and then they showed Charlie Watts playing, <laughs> and he just, he just played. You know, Charlie Watts is very like he's very non-demonstrative. He's just just sits there and plays, mm-hmm. and he's and, and Jagger's going satisfaction, satisfaction, and and Charlie Watts just rolls his eyes. <laughs> yes, he did. That's hysterical. Like, it's it like, is. Oh, God, here we go. Can he just finish this the song up so we can go have have dinner? <laughs> I mean, he really. I, that's the thing about him. I, I've always liked Charlie Watts for the fact that he just he's the guy who, for as long as I've been aware of the Rolling Stones, comes in and just plays the drums. That's mm-hmm. it. He's not a showman and whatnot, but him rolling his eyes, he's like, are we done yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, we got to go to the break, but I got one last question. Do they have support musicians on the stage with them other than the core band? Oh, yeah. So, of course, they had Chuck Lavelle playing piano. I mean, they've had, Chuck Lavelle has played piano with them for 30, 40 years. Yeah. But, yeah I mean, uh, he's the heat. He is that piano sound that you hear in a lot of their songs. Well, I guess uh, I guess where I'm going is is I know some bands now will have like a second drummer for like aging drummers, you know. To, no, to no, like, no, nope, nope. They had okay. uh, they had two back two backing vocals. Uh, one of them female, the, who just totally rocked out. Uh, Give me shelter. Nice. Um, they had uh, two saxophone players. Um, they had a keyboardist uh, as well as uh, Chuck Lavelle yep. on piano. Okay. And then they then they had their the the guy that tours with them now on, on bass. Um, I can't remember his name. Yeah, gotcha. but no, there was no backups to to no these the it, that's why I was so impressed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I was really I, I was impressed. 
Good. These these Good. are elderly men who are still on their game. Yes. There is no faking this. Oh, absolutely. That's good. No, that's it makes fantastic. Me feel like so. I need to get to the gym. Good God. Well, on that note, let's go to the break, and then you can uh, look up some gyms uh, there. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. Um, don't go to the gym. It's a you never get that time back. <laughs> uh, let me see. Let's uh, let's find a good uh, song from Bobber. Um, and uh let me see i got a nice new folder that i made and um oh boy i'll tell you what let's go ahead and uh let's let's do planetarium because you know it's kind of like fireworks right uh but anyway we're gonna go ahead and uh, go to the break uh when we come back uh we're gonna get into some news and stuff i got a little bit of audio uh, to share with everybody tonight so, uh, yeah, let's hit that break. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Let's take a look at a genuine American. I want you to meet Kitty Pick. He's proud of his country, but prone to take his liberties for granted. He's aware that someone must assume responsibility for the liberty for our free way of life. Yet, when there's a job to be done, Kitty Pick, like so many Americans, is apt to ask, why me?
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the chief hope of our enemies is to divide the United States along racial and religious lines and thereby conquer us. Let's not spread prejudice. A divided America is a weak America. Through our behavior, we encourage the respect of our children and make them better neighbors to all races and religions. Remind them that being good neighbors has helped make our country great and kept her free. Thank you. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hi, this is Tim Coramall from The Tim Coramall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth, it's showtime! Oh, that's what I call a little act of patriotism. Yeah, this whole show's a little act of patriotism, everybody. Welcome back to it. Uh, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Hi. And your... I, you I, huh? I survived. I survived the airlift at LaGuardia Airport in 1778. <laughs> oh. Yeah, wow. That's, uh, that was, uh... And that in itself. Oh, that's what I call a little act of patriotism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, of course, your bobber half, der Braumeister. Bobber is joining us. Thanks for uh, subbing for Joe tonight for all three hours. Uh, always a pleasure. Sure. I'm, I'm happy, to, happy to do it when I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, excellent. So, uh, all right, let's go ahead. Since Rain kind of set that one off, let's. Uh, she set off that little firecracker. <laughs> uh, throw it, throw it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, uh, this is the only bit of audio I have from uh, Herr Donald's uh, military salute last night. Uh, and I know all these people are fawning. To, oh, who knew that he could, you know, do a speech without bringing up Hillary Clinton? <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, you know, and and, and and it's like I know the bar is so fucking low <laughs> that it, that people are like, oh, he did it, he did it, wow, now is truly the time. But he was no, <laughs> no it's not. We're not giving this piece of shit racist game show host a goddamn inch. 
Um, you know, in so there was one this part. So okay, this was so yeah. bad. So there's one part where basically he's he's you know recounting historical facts from you know or you know not even historical facts it, but just kind of like badly written poetry almost you know fanfic uh about you know uh, the revolution and, and whatnot i don't even know what all he talked about there was just this part you know where he's somehow like trying to make you know uh, you know it's it, it's he, he's he's telling the story behind this the star spangled banner you know and um and he didn't do a very good job because apparently teleprompter don um was having some issues uh or you know or maybe perhaps he had a brain related event not really sure <laughs> it's hard to have a brain related event when your brain is you know barely barely sparking as it is yeah so i named this clip i named this clip trump airports ramparts army man ran rammed uh, so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so here we go this is uh, the full in context of uh, uh, again all I have from Trump. This is the most I heard and the only thing I recorded. 33 full seconds, everybody. So if you didn't see it, this is all you needed. The Continental Army suffered a bitter winter of Valley Forge, found glory across the waters of the Delaware, and seized victory from Cornwallis of Yorktown. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. What? It took over the airports. It did everything what? it had to do. And at Fort what McHenry, under the rocket's red glare, it had nothing but victory. And when dawn came, their star-spangled banner waved defiant. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, so, just so I, we got this that right. Was- our, our army manned the air, ran ramparts, and took over the airports <laughs> they did everything they had to do <laughs> so just so i isolated that eight seconds so everybody can uh, so we can we just no, hear that everybody should listen to that as many times as what yeah uh, yeah what exactly um so uh one more time our army manned the airport it ran the, the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. The airports. So continental airlines. No, I think it was JetBlue. They rammed. What? I think he doesn't even know what a rampart is. He's probably never seen the word before. And, I don't know what uh, that is. Rampart, rampart, that can't be right. He must mean airport because, you know, 1776 and then the War of 1812, it's all the same thing. Sure. Yeah. Just, totally. You know, whatever. And, you know, we all know that Trump totally knows where Fort McHenry is, right? Oh, dear God. I can't even. All right. So here's the thing I heard about this last night. And and I, along with pretty much everybody on the social media universe, was like, did somebody write this and put this on the teleprompter? And evidently this afternoon before he got on Oh, I got that on I got I got that audio. Okay. Well so here here we go. This is once again, we'll play it one more time and then he'll explain it. <laughs> 
Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took oh over God. the airports. It did everything it had to do. Okay, now that I, I've heard that three times with Jesus headphones Christ. on, now that I've heard that three times with headphones on, listen, it sounds like our army manned the armpits. Yes. Listen, listen, I swear to God. He's like, our army manned the armpits. <laughs> listen. Our army manned the airports. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. <laughs> Oh, he's such a fucking. I mean, even okay. Assume that the, the the teleprompter went out and he had to, to vamp. Why the fuck do you come up with airports when you're talking about the Revolutionary War? I mean, besides the fact that you're fact that you're a fucking idiot. When you travel your entire life in a private jet, that's what you see a lot, I guess. Our so, army ran the ramparts and the rockets. In the armpits. Red flare. In the tar pits. The tar pits. In the harpists. <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> Anything with an A, an R, and a P in it, he was going to say, I think. Because <laughs> that's the only thing you could say these days. Arp, arp, arp. I need to do arp, 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 because if I arp, arp, anything else, my dentures are going to fall out. I did What a mistake of the maker. All right, here's his, here's a, his, his little... Uh, 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 just one quick, yeah. quick thing. If you, uh, and then this is from Wikipedia, you know, the, the source of all facts. Uh, you know, if it's, if it's on the internet, it must be true. But Fort McHenry was built on the site of the former Fort Whetstone, which had defended Baltimore from 1776 to 1797. So it wasn't even called Fort McHenry in, uh, in 1776 during the Revolutionary War. Oh, okay. Speech writers. I got some. I got some advice for speechwriters. Go do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Seriously, it wasn't Fort McHenry until um, uh, later. After Fort Mc, after Mr. McHenry died. <laughs> I had a friend with the last 18, name McHenry. Yeah, around 1800, He's still it was alive. Fort McHenry. All right. He wouldn't even know that though. Of course he wouldn't know that. I, I barely knew it myself. I just knew that it wasn't Fort McHenry back in the Revolutionary War. Well, here's Trump talking in front of the heliprompter about the teleprompter. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think that's I, good. That was I, really good. We'll call them heliprompter speeches from now on. You know, outside of Operation Dumbo Drop. Um, so uh, here we go. Uh, we had a lot of rain. I stood in the rain. The teleprompter went out. Hold on. He just admitted there was rain? He didn't lie about the weather? <laughs> Holy shit. Breakthrough. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he only admitted there was rain because it's a handy excuse. That's it. That's it. So, anyway, go, starting over. We had a lot of rain. I stood in the rain. The teleprompter went out. So I had... Yeah, the teleprompter went out. It kept going on, and then at the end, it just went out. It went kaput. So I could have said, uh, and actually right in the middle of that sentence, it went out. And that's not a good feeling. When you're standing in front of millions of millions of people on television, and I don't know what the final count was, but that went all the way back to the Washington Monument. And I guess the rain knocked out the teleprompter. So, uh, but no, it's, it's not that. I, I knew the speech very well. 
So I was uh -huh. able to do it without a teleprompter, but uh, no, you weren't. Prompter did go out, and it was actually <laughs> hard to look at anyway because it was rain all over. You're hard to look but at. Despite oh. the rain, that was just a fantastic evening. I think people really had it, and I think a lot of people. You know, it was really a recruitment situation. A lot of people what? are going to be joining our Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines. Bullshit. Quoted the. He just quoted the village people. <laughs> Young man. Wow. Now, I have a serious so, question. So, if he's sitting there saying that the teleprompter went out, how come nobody gave him a little picture book for him to read his speech from? I, it, yeah, they could have had it laminated so I it wouldn't I mean, where was, yeah, it's, you know, with little you know, laminated pictures, mm -hmm. here's what you say next, here's what Casey, you say next. And if you laminate, if he, if he decides to start drawing on it, you can always wipe it clean later. Well, yeah. And, and also, um, what did he used to say about Obama and teleprompters? Oh my God! He e said every what did all the right all the right wingers say about mm. Obama and every single last asshole out there. Oh, Obama can't speak without a teleprompter, except all the time. <laughs> you yes. know. And they also said you can't. He said. I think one of his tweets was, you can't trust him because he can only speak from a teleprompter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, why didn't they give him, like, crayons, something, <laughs> like, just a little scholastic book of his speech? Meow, meow goodness says, no plan B. Too bad that wasn't around well, when his mother got pregnant. Well, if we're going to talk about plan B, then we should talk about his mother. <laughs> yeah, that's what I, I that's what I said. I said too bad that wasn't available and his mother got pregnant. So, uh anyway, <laughs> yeah, so uh, he, he uh, inflated so many things, the freaking the ramparts and the art that's in the armpits. Bengal banner in the art art parts <laughs> in the bark parks <laughs> and the only thing he could do was say i blamed it on the fact that the teleprompter went out Our which Army really kind of irritates me because it ran the ramparts it took yeah. over the airports it did everything it had to do it <laughs> everything it had to do <laughs> I, I suspect when he just he got on the on the helicopter before anybody could ask him mr um, what do you have to say about the fact that the, the, the War of 1812 is different than the Revolutionary War? Nobody asked him about that. I'm kind of pissed about that because I really, really would have liked to hear his answer. Um, they were all great. They were all great wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my best to think of what he would say. They were all great and they're underrated. And uh, there I, were a lot of good people. I think, I think you're a lot of good people that gave up a lot. Like he would probably say that's fake news, and you know I'm tired of your gotcha questions. Uh, yeah, the wars are great on, on both sides. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what he said was really one of the most bonkers and totally incomprehensible things that we've heard him say in many many years, and he said this on an international stage. Yeah. And, you know, maybe he would have said something about how Frederick, Frederick Douglass was doing a good job with the War of 1812. Frederick 
All right, listen, Ken, I don't know if you know this, but Frederick Douglass was the general of the Air Force during the Revolutionary War. Oh, and he gave the order for uh, Paul Revere to ring the warning bells. Yes, he did, and he also ordered the bomb to be dropped on Nashville. West Korea? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> Bowling Green, I heard. That's a- um, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah. Who can for- never forget? Never forget. Tip over a lawn chair for me. <laughs> uh, yeah. So poor Kellyanne Conway lost her lost her legs. <laughs> Bowling Green massacre. <laughs> and her dignity. Um, did she? Did she lose her dignity? I, I think she. I think she was born without dignity. I think it's yeah. sort of a, uh, dignity, like a birth defect. <laughs> yeah, a birth defect. She was born without dignity. Yeah, zero dignity syndrome. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, there, there, was that right, Rudy? Zero. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> zero. This, this, just to take a step back. This uh-huh. was actually said by somebody who is supposed to be the president of the United States of America. Not doing a very good job. He's terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's Trump, and I know we mock him, and I know all this stuff, but every now and then I'm like, wait a minute. So you're blaming the things that you said, which were provably false and stupid and untrue, on the fact that the teleprompter died. Which means that you didn't know anything that is true about anything. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he's literally, it's like, oh, the teleprompter went out. So I decided to go all drunk history. Yeah, <laughs> he really? Just, he just has little fragments of things. And, and, and he just, he reaches into his box and, and just pulls out fragments and just sticks them together. And and hopes it's it looks like something like like trying to build something with Legos when you're missing like five of the most important pieces. Oh jeez, I mean this is bad. I was going to see if I had started a... on the actual fireworks. The actual fireworks guys. Yeah. There were so many fireworks that the smoke killed the fireworks. Um, Did really? you hear about this? No. So. <laughs> Normally, fireworks are on the mall between, I believe, Bob, correct me, or, and people in the chat, correct me if I'm wrong, between the Washington Memorial and the World War II Memorial. So they go up at that point of the National Mall. And it's really nice and lovely. So this year, they moved the normal fireworks that are normally between the Washington Memorial and the World War II Memorial over to a place that is sort of south east of the Lincoln Memorial, a place called Potomac Park. Okay. So that's where the normal fireworks were moved. And then there was Trump's fireworks, which were right behind the Lincoln Memorial. So we had rain. We had rain. The rain had stopped. Mm -hmm. But there was still uh, cloud cover. The first set of fireworks went up. The second set went up. There was so much clouds and rain that nobody could see the fireworks at all from the National Mall. (laughs) Plus all the the smoke from the fireworks. It was drifting in in between the the, the people on the mall who went there to see the fireworks and the fireworks. So it's like you could see like 
there, there's something there, but there's just too much smoke and fog in between us and the and the fireworks. You know, you can't see shit. It was a hot mess. So yeah. I love the chain link fence in the middle of the reflecting pool too. Oh Jesus, yeah, that too. Good God. That's uh. That just speaks of freedom, doesn't it? Yeah. Was he behind? Because uh, the video is hilarious because the camera was like behind a piece. Of, it looked just looked like plexiglass. Or was he behind bulletproof glass? Yes. It was either bulletproof glass or pu- bulletproof plexiglass. Yeah. So th- that that was and, a good look. And, you know, the fence, the fence in the middle of, you know, the the reflecting pool just seemed like some like a wall that he wanted to build over the, the Rio, Rio Grande. Grand. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a wall, it's a fence. Yeah. Not one oh, inch, Trump. Mess. The it, Trump hasn't built just a, a friendly reminder, Trump has not built one inch of wall since he's been in the office. His administration has not built one inch of wall. The only inches that have been gained on Trump are on his waistline. That's it. So <laughs> Uh, but anyway, let's hear that one more time before we go to the break. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. It had to do. <laughs> everything it had to do. Man, yeah. Holy shit, there goes my patella Part of the armpits <laughs> in the La Brea tar pits. Yeah. Oh, my God. I- this was this really was the worst. Yeah, I got uh, it, was, it was yeah. the worst. Yeah, so what? Here we go. Hey Trump, fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> our army manned the airports. It ran <laughs> the ramparts. Amber's. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. God <laughs> damn it! Just God. Whoa! God damn it! God damn it! Every time I listen to it, it makes man, less man, sense. Man. In the, in the Pahamahama, in the Mahovawova, in the All right, let's go ahead and go to the break. We got a little bit more audio for everybody when we come back. And. Yeah, so uh, let's have a little bit of fun on this break. Um, and uh, I, I did read those under my thumb lyrics. Yeah, that's a little rough. That's a little... <laughs> a little bit. Uh, a little rapey. Um, do not like. So, oh well. I'll have to find a new favorite Stone song. And if I mistakenly say Christy McNichol, I didn't mean to. I meant to say Mackenzie Phillips. Because she claims that she had a very inappropriate reaction when she was underage. I think you said him. Mackenzie Phillips. I, I, I mixed the two up because I said on break oh. to Susan, I was like, did I say, I was asking her because I couldn't remember because when I was a kid, I used to mix those two up, Christy McNichol and Mackenzie oh, Phillips. Okay. They were both 70s skinny brunettes, you know, and I was like, I don't know. Um, so, all right, a break time. We'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night on this post-Independence Day episode right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. And now... On with the show. Our army manned the airport. It ran 
the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah. Hello. Excuse me. Thank you. Um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no. Keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Sorry, I just had to move Timby's tail out of the way. He's like, had his tail like right like it was going to go under the wheel of my chair. So, uh, we don't want that. Welcome back uh, to the program. Of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, Washington, D.C. Hello. Oh, say can you see the war of 1812 (laughs) when we ran the ramparts and the airports were closed down. Or I thought it was where the airports were armpits. So. Oh, well, well, have you been to an airport lately? Yeah. Sure. yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're flying cattle cars. You. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, and of course, Bobber for Freedom's blog, uh, Der Braumeister. Welcome back to the program. Thank you. So, um, yeah. Our army man, the... <laughs> It's so funny. It's like you can just Baby hear the, the, the switch flipping his brain. It's like you see it's in the middle mid sentence and it's just like beep beep buffering, buffering the little wheels spinning. Yeah, what's a word I know with some of those letters? Airport. You know? Yes. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, well, a- apparently some protester decided to burn a flag yesterday in D.C. as well. Was that in D.C.? Or was it... There was yes. one in a Walmart yes, parking lot. it was outside the too. White House. Well, I am not a fan of burning the flag. I understand why people do it. It is your right to do so. Um, I, I I, don't... Um, you know, that's just not me. That's not my style. I, I deserve... I I believe that the flag is it's an inanimate object, right? It's just a representation. It it doesn't have feelings. It but people have feelings and their feelings get hurt when they see things done. I'm more offended by somebody wearing a pair of fucking red, white and blue pants that are like a, a stylized flag and then throwing them in the washer with their dirty socks and underwear. To me that's gross. And you or, know, or perhaps cutting a hole in the flag and wearing it like a poncho. Oh, Kid Rock. Yeah, that scumbag. Uh, oh, I hate that guy so much. No talent hack. Um, and uh, so uh, the people over on out- Foxes outnumbered. Oh, they were outraged. I say, you know, because because this, this guy actually got arrested burning a flag um and uh oh i'm on that page i was like where's that page 
Uh, but yeah, so here here's Fox's outnumbered. Um, I didn't even bother putting the names down of who was talking because just all those shows, all those panel shows on Fox, all two of them, I think, are just, they're just uh, tiresome. They're just tiresome. I don't like the five. I don't like outnumbered. I don't like any of them. It's just like, you know, I don't even like the view that much, and you know why. <laughs> and, and oh, oh, by the way, Megan McCain has threatened to quit the view. She feels like a caged animal. <laughs> yeah, so she, so now she understands what those uh, migrant children feel like, huh? No, she doesn't. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. She knows all about torture, too. Her dad couldn't oh. lift her over her head. Yeah, she needs to go away quickly. Mm-hmm. So here's, here's Fox's outnumbered chiming in on um, flag burning. You have to always remember that what covers the coffin of a fallen soldier, right. the American flag, it is very important to honor it. Um, there was a video mm. of somebody who uh, stopped a burning of the flag at a protest, I, I think it was yesterday, with his hands. Yeah. It means his a lot to hands. a lot of people. Uh, oh, so, yeah, there's also Yeah, no, two people were arrested after that. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> certainly. And it's a crime to burn the American flag. That's <laughs> how much we respect our American flag. Yeah. No, 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 no. You, you don't remember. Oh my God, I'm probably a little bit younger than her. Maybe not. Actually, now I can't say that anymore uh, because, <laughs> um, you know, I, I guess that she's probably about my age. I remember that vividly the Supreme Court case about that. Yes, like it was yesterday. Really? Yes. You know that those cla- the, those you know iconic photographs of of the the flag burning and everything that would be on you know every time it was in the newspaper, that same story or that same picture you know, or same one of like five pictures, but it, it's not a crime. That's, that's well, patently false. No, it's not a crime. It's not a crime. The Supreme Court said it's not a crime. And here's here's where I feel like these people are stupid. Really, just plain, flat, out-and-out out stupid. Mm-hmm. The guy who was arrested was Gregory Johnson. And he was the actual person behind the Supreme Court decision in, 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 19, in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. He was the first one who burned the flag and got arrested. And he took it to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court said, yep, you can burn the flag. The only only thing that you have to factor in... This guy in. got arrested again, and they didn't even... Somebody... Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Kenny. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but here's the thing. It pisses me off. So here's whatever this panel is. The five? Is it the five? That was outnumbered. Okay, outnumbered. Outnumbered. Outnumbered at the five. But here's the thing that really irritates the hell out of me. Here they are talking all this shit. This one woman is like, this is illegal. Where are the producers and where are the researchers saying, you know, before you spout your mouth off, this is the guy who won a Supreme Court case 30 plus years ago. Maybe some rain. Burning the flag. Maybe some rain got on our teleprompter. Um, <laughs> well, and, and this is this is the only fan. thing. Burning the flag, either, but no. I do believe that it is somebody. If you want to burn it, it's your right. This is the that. one thing you have to take into consideration: a uh, wind burning the flag, public safety, because you can't mm-hmm. just wantonly start fires wherever you want. You know that could be 
you know, you know, in some cases it could be considered arson. Um, so, so I don't know how it's protected in that sense, in the public safety sense, because when I see people doing it, there's always a huge fucking crowd of people around it. And it's like, that doesn't seem safe to me. So, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's my primary concern is, okay, what, you know, first of all, uh, what's that flag made out of? How disgustingly toxic is the smoke going to be? How close is it going to be to like, you know, are, are kids going to be walking through there? I mean, to me, it just seems like kind of like an empty gesture. Hanging your flag upside down. I'm more, you know, if you want to do that, do it. I'm not going to do that. But, you know, if somebody wants to do that, I have no qualms with that. Um, But, I, you know, I, I just think it, it, it just seems dumb that you would run the risk of hurting somebody, especially because if those flags are made out of some kind of synthetic material or something like that, you know, that that, it'll turn like into molten goo, you know? So. No, that's true. But there are two things that are going on here. One. um, And when I say two things, one is something that I read, I think on the third or early on in the day on the fourth, that this was a planned flag burning. Mm-hmm. People knew about it. Yeah, they, they knew. They about usually it. are. Because um, there was one planned then, at the RNC, and a bunch of Alex Jones guys ran down and were threatened to beat up the people doing it. But right. So here's the second thing. So while the people at Fox, and this goes back, this to me goes down to the fact that. Producers and researchers are really not doing their job. This guy, Gregory Johnson, he is a self-proclaimed communist. Mm-hmm. And all they could do was bitch about how flag burning is illegal. When Fox News could have gone after him for being a communist. He's been a communist forever. Yeah. He might have been the guy at the RNC, too, that did it. Okay, now I'm looking at it. The RNC, which was when? 25th, no, 2016, summer 2016, right? Yep, he was the guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, so I thought... He was the guy, I'm looking at his Wikipedia page, he was the guy. So so he just basically goes wherever he's going to have the biggest audience and does this. So, So really, I mean, this is where I feel like, and I'm not trying to give Fox any ideas, but if you... They sort of fell down on the job. They could, they could have, have had like, a field day a with communist. that. Yeah, Instead they could have blamed Obama for it. Because Thanks, burning Obama. a flag. Yes. <laughs> the thing is, is that burning a flag is is legal. Mm-hmm. You might, you don't have to like it, but it's a First Amendment thing. Yeah. The Supreme Court voted on it. And yeah. this guy's been doing this forever. I'll put, I'll put his Wikipedia page in the chat. But yeah, damn it, it was him. Oh, Kenny, we could have gotten him on the show. Oh, uh, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can, I, I can imagine, uh, Bobber, I think you can imagine how a conversation with a guy like that would go on this show. Yeah, he, he'd, he'd probably have some manifesto, and yeah, that wouldn't, that wouldn't go well. I mean, a couple of things. Number one, burning the flag is how you get rid of old worn out flags true because you, know, you don't just throw them in, in the true. trash that's the boys, right. the boy scouts do it you know at least yearly mm-hmm. they have a, a very you know solemn thing where you you know you can burn flags that are 
that are not worthy of being flown anymore because they're 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 tattered. <clears throat> the other thing is is for me personally, I mean, burning a flag is is. You said it's an empty gesture. To me, it's a provocative gesture that doesn't really say anything other than yeah. I'm trying to be provocative. It doesn't deliver a specific message, I don't think. No. Um, or if it does, it doesn't deliver it very, um, uh, very well. You know, you're right. And you're all, right. It is it very, it is very provocative. It is. It, it, and, it and again, without just, saying people, anything. Right. It just pisses people off, and it doesn't really get a get any kind of deliver any kind of message in the process. I don't, I don't have a problem with pissing people off, but you know, if you're going to do that, you should do it effectively with a message that's that makes sense. Well, and, just, and to me, it's it's almost as you know, I I'd say it's on par as offensive as when Trump humps the flag. <clears throat> well, yeah, you know? I mean, he's he's getting his tiny little little, little jizz all over it. Oh, oh. god. Oh. <laughs> That, so. <laughs> that's, that's when you that's have to. That's a reason flag. to burn the flag. I mean, pretty much every, every every flag that's there in the Oval Office after he leaves, they're going to have to go burn him because he probably you know molested them. They're they're shark catchers too. <laughs> good God! Good God! Uh, <laughs> I cleaned up in here for you, Rain. <laughs> So uh, you're saying there's poop and jizz on the flags in the Oval Office. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. A bobber right, said well, one, I said the other. So, okay. you know. Oh, yes. He's giving them a, uh, what, what, what do they call that? A, um, what's, oh, what's oh. the word for that? Something oh, oh. mustache. Um, oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez. Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> I should not even know this. A hot Carl. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> now with our famous uh, hot gravy <laughs> did you say cleveland steamer cleveland steamer yeah yeah that's a there was a derby team called the cleveland steamers oh no yeah yeah so <laughs> yep i guess the, 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 were they a shitty team uh, okay. well uh, i guess it depends on the season uh <laughs> Shard on wheels. So, <laughs> uh, smell on wheels. There you go. Uh, so anyway. Um, Sorry, I always seem to manage to drag the show down into the toilet. That's okay. Uh, I, uh, you know, uh, better you than me. Then, you know, everybody can How be about mad at you. you. How about both of us? Yeah. <laughs> hey, what? You know <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm trying to go through all my drops tonight. Let's see. What, okay. Stop it. Right, I was boy. speaking of drops. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Drop something, Trump. Okay. Speaking of drops, right. uh, yeah, I was I was giving you a moment to say speaking of drops. No, I I'm no? I'm speechless. All right. All right, let's go to uh th this um no, actually, you know, I think we'll save that for hour three. The uh, the soccer player. I think we'll save that for hour three. There's a couple stories um, I want to talk about. I love this one. Um, let me see if I can. Uh, I, I gotta get a. I gotta get a clip for this uh, because uh, J Joe would approve uh, of me uh, setting this up. So let me find it real quick. Quick. Um, <laughs> uh, apparently, Trump is frustrated with. Uh, 
with somebody in his administration. And uh, it's it regarding the census question. Uh, and uh, it's, uh, of course, our uh, soup boy, uh, you know. This uh, is a can of Campbell's soup. There's in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's soup. All right. So Josh Feldman on Mediaites says CNN, uh, CNN reports Trump frustrated with Wilbur Ross over census flap. Uh, and CNN's Caitlin Collins reported this afternoon that uh, Trump is frustrated with Commerce Secretary Will, uh, Wilbur Ross. Wilbur Ross, here's my soup. Census yes, question. Very, very many flapped. Citizenship question. <laughs> the census. Um, Trump's. Okay, uh, Caitlin Collins says uh, uh, Trump briefly mentioned Ro- uh, Ross in his remarks earlier today, and she, uh, Caitlin Collins, tweeted out. Trump says Wilbur Ross's job is safe. Um, he says John Roberts didn't like uh, his answer on the census, but adds that he had not seen what it was. The administration is considering adding the citizenship question as a supplement, potentially through executive order. He says, "Good luck with that, I've heard, dummy." I've heard that from a number of places mm-hmm. because I've also heard that the census is now being printed. Yeah, but who knows? Who knows? Right? Yeah, I don't know. But it says, as Collins reported. Um, Trump has been a little irritated by Ross for some time, particularly on the census issue. Trump's tweet saying they will still push to get a citizenship question on there came out after the DOJ and Commerce uh, Departments confirmed that they're proceeding with the census without the question. The tweet uh, sent many officials scrambling, and today the DOJ uh, lawyers told a judge they're still exploring options. Oh, I bet they are. There is behind the scenes uh, uh, the POTUS fr- frustrated with Wilbur Ross over this, uh, specifically Collins added. And earlier reporting from the Washington Post also highlighted Fat Donnie's anger. It says Trump was furious, and though the Commerce Department and the Justice Department, which had been arguing the case, had been given the uh, up the fight, had given up the fight too easily. He complained about uh, Chief Justice John G. Roberts, who said he thinks uh, is lined up against him. The advisor uh, and senior officials said Trump also complained about Ross. So, anyway, it looks like uh, Wilbur Ross, well, one way or another, his days are numbered. Have you seen him? Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> I think I it's mean, amazing that he's pissed off at with Wilbur Ross, even though Wilbur Ross was doing... Trump's bidding. Yeah. I mean... And so he's pissed off at Ross because SCOTUS, with with Roberts as the, 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 the guy who wrote the dissent, said, no, your reasoning is not good enough. Yeah. They were just this pulling shit... They, they were just pulling shit out of their ass. You know? Oh. But from what I understand, that this is, this is being printed, the deadline was supposed to be at 2 o'clock this afternoon. So yeah. I, I don't know what's happening at this point. Like I think this is all just smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. And and when I say smoke and mirrors, I'm pretty sure they should have used some mirrors last night with the fireworks because it was a lot of smoke. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and or at least so some bulletproof plexiglass. You said that, that Trump said that Wilbur Ross's days are numbered. Um, or, or was it? Or was it Trump? Or was it Wilbur Ross's doctor? 
That's what I was getting at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just said his days are numbered one way or the other. Uh, and, uh, also, am, I the, am I the only one that thinks that Wilbur Ross looks like one of Jeff Dunham's? Uh, oh my God! Uh, yeah. Dummies. No, I, I think you're right. But yeah, so so basically, the Supreme <laughs> Court Roberts in the in the in the court, um, uh, you know the basically said uh, about the idea of the census question. So the idea came from where? I just pulled it out of my ass, sir. Put it back in there because it sucks. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> it stinks. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. So that was that was a, a quick story I wanted to talk about. There was another one that I saw. Oh, you know how Nike decided to not do the, um, the Betsy, Betsy Ross, Ross uh, shoes? Well, there is an outraged, outraged Republican, I tell you. Doug, Doug Ducey. Double D, Doug oh, Ducey. I thought you were going to say... Did you say but, uh, Arizona governor uh, wears Nikes just 48 hours after destroying company over Betsy Ross controversy. Oh. Yes. You yeah. mean they were being hip? he was being hypocritical? Uh, that I never know. happens. I mean, public. really. Um, yeah, just, you know, sharting in one ear at the other for his base. Uh, but it says Republican governor of Arizona was spotted wearing a pair of Nike running shoes July 4th, despite huh. pulling funding for a Nike factory in Goodyear, Arizona, just two days ago. You, you're willing to shut down a factory because they don't, because they don't, aren't going to make the Betsy Ross shoes that you were never going to buy anyway. Uh, Governor Doug Ducey announced the the Nike funding reversal in response to the company uh, canceled uh, after the company canceled the release of sneakers with Betsy Ross's version of the American flag. His decision was praised by many conservatives, who also led the mass online boycotts against Nike. But Ducey is still choosing to keep uh, check marks on his feet uh, as Arizona de Democrats spotted the governor wearing a pair of Nikes on the Fourth of July. Uh, and uh, Phoenix ABC affiliate KNXV verified the photograph. So, yeah. Um, nothing like a little false outrage from a Republican. I, I have a question. I'm raising my hand here. Mm -hmm. I know you can't see it on the podcast or the radio. But didn't they boycott Nike after Colin Kaepernick got the endorsement from Nike? Yeah. Pretty much. Sure so they did. So why are they now? They're boycotting it again. Um, it's an, it's like extra super secret boycott or, or something. I mean, or they did steroids. This when, time they when, really mean it. <laughs> when when Nike hired, they hired Kaepernick to be you know a or um, a spokesperson for them. They're like, that's it. I'm boycotting. Oh, so now you're boycotting it again. This is dumb. I, I, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they, 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 you know, I mean, they probably all went out and rebought Keurigs, too. Well, here's something funny. What I did see, I saw this on the Twitter. They decided to boycott Nike, and many of the conservatives said, instead, I'm going to go buy Converse. The problem is, is that Converse Nike is owned by Nike. Mix, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll give them that, too. I mean, what the living hell? These people. It, it, their boycotts are dumb. Yeah. They always are. 
They're always the dumbest. Um, and, uh, shit, I downloaded this stupid picture. Now I can't find it. Oh, that's why I can't find it. Because I saved it as a JPEG large. God damn you, JPEG large. Just gotta type in JPG. There we go. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get the picture of Deucey over there for everybody. Oh, and, okay. Did you say Deucey? Deucey. Uh, <laughs> Doug Deucey. Spelled differently. No relation. No relation to uh, it's uh, not the douche. Steve Douchey? Yeah, it, it's spelled D-U-C-E-Y instead of D-O-U-C-E-Y. Um, uh. So anyway, here's a let me let me try and get that picture in the chat room for everybody so you can see it. Um, really, never mind. Um, uh, <laughs> see, I'm just trying to figure out where the hell it's downloading to. That's oh, it did it again. Did it do it again? Son of a... Mm. You monster. <laughs> Downloading into... Name a Mad Libs conservative's ass. Yeah, really. So, okay, I'm going to try it one more time. Okay, there we go. Okay, so now it saved it as the right right JPEG. But yeah, uh, another... Oh, and, and competing to be uh, America's dumbest senator, everybody... Um, that would be uh, uh, what's his face from Oklahoma? Steve King, the stunning Steve King. Oh, he's no, not Steve. a senator. Oh, congressman. Okay. Sorry. So. No, it's fine. I just want to keep us on the up and up. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Uh, you know, uh, it, but yes, congressman uh, Steve King uh, vying to be uh, uh, you know, trying to steal Louis Gohmert's thunder. I think. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking of. That's what everybody was thinking. I mean, seriously, that's literally like every person on Twitter was like, "What are you trying to trying to out dumb Gomart?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't have Bachman there I, I, anymore. He's become a synonym for being an idiot. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's like Santorum. You know. Uh, you know. Oh God, so uh, he was a senator. Man, you're a real Gomart. Um, Jesus. So uh, so uh, yeah, th- this idiot, Steve King. Uh, this is this is just too fucking. Uh, just too. <laughs> I saw this this morning and was like, oh, "Are you kidding me? Is he, he really is that dumb?" I, I I sent it to you guys in the chat. I'm not sure if anybody sent it before me, but I just but what a fucking moron. Um. So yeah, here's the headline: Joe DiPaolo uh, over Mediate once again. Um, gee, do you see where I get my news aggregation? Um, representatives, Representative Steve King gets hilariously trolled into praising iconic villain from A Few Good Men earns Twitter thrashing. Yes, so Steve King uh, was trolled into praising the movie villain on Thursday and was summarily dunked on political Twitter. Ken Klippenstein, a reporter uh, for the Young Turks, asked Iowa Congressman if he could send a 4th of July shout-out to his uncle, Colonel Nathan Jessup. Of course, portrayed by Jack Nicholson, a few good men. You want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. You can't handle the truth. You know, that guy. Right. I um, the code red. So, Steve King, so, so, uh, so Ken Klippenstein tweets sir can i get a retweet for my uncle uh, colonel nathan nathan jessup he's in the marines and spending the fourth overseas keeping our nation safe and then he like puts a muscly arm and an american flag and the statue of liberty and 
a party horn. <laughs> all, the, all the usual shit that that, that right wingers have knee jerk yes. reaction to. Yeah. All those emojis. All the emojis. Yeah. So. Oh, I, did I put that? Oh, anyway. So, uh, but yeah, so here's the link for this in case anybody wants to go su- see the tweet. Because the fucking tweet literally has a picture of Jack Nicholson. <laughs> in character. Looking like, it doesn't look like a normal picture that would be taken. It looks like a man sitting in a courtroom. You know, very stern, very angry. Like in the movie, A Few Good Men. So, this idiot, Steve King, happy Independence Day. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Attached is the tweet with a picture of Jack Nicholson. So, and then it says, Colonel Jessup and all your Marines, God bless you all. You have our back. Uh, uh, you have our back, and millions of us have yours. God bless America and all her warriors defending our liberty. Steve King. Um, yeah. So, and Kyle Griffin was like posting this before it gets deleted. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, Yashar Ali is like, OMG, Ted Lou. Hey, Steve King, I don't always praise fictional military personnel, but when I do, I prefer praising Lieutenant Daniel Caffey. <laughs> so that was Tom Cruise's uh, character, correct? Um, I think it was. I, I loved some of them. Somebody else said I don't always praise um, military heroes, but when I do, I praise the general from the insurance company. Oh, they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> One eight hundred general now. Somebody else said that you know, hey, hey, Steve King, can you can you can you um, send support out to my my uncle Daniel? He lost both of his legs, and it was a picture of Lieutenant Dan. Oh my god! Home. Yeah, and uh, Stacy uh, Gotsulius says I'm still laughing about Steve King. What a dipshit! Uh, Full Descent tweeted out, what's funnier, that he responded to a Twitter account named Steve King is a white supremacist, or that or that deep down in places he doesn't talk uh, talk about at parties he wants, uh, he wants needs Colonel Jessup on that wall. Um, yeah. It, why are funny these shit. people so dumb? Steve King ordered the code red, said Krista uh, <laughs> Johnson. Uh, yeah. That's so great. That's so great. Uh, Steve King, you're a fucking moron. God. And gee, how is it that all races turn out to be dumb as dirt? It's so weird. Anyway. I'm trying to think about this. It, it, we, it kind of it just, follows. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it, exactly. It, it's par for the course. Uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and go to the break. And when we come back, we'll get into name calling, open up the phones, take a call or two. And, uh, yeah, and keep going on uh, a celebration for, of, of independence uh, from being in the physical presence of Trump. So, Yay. there we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, we don't have a green news report tonight. So, let's make it uh, all bobber music uh, this evening. And, uh, let me see. Oh, I got to I gotta get back to the, the folder. Well, here, I can find another song real quick. As long as I type very carefully... And don't um, uh, sh- accidentally shut down the computer. 
So uh, let's do uh, let's do home cooking again because that one that one I like that one because it it seems good for uh, uh, you know the Fourth of July cooking out all that even though no, it's not easy. I know it doesn't. I don't listen to lyrics. Uh, so uh, <laughs> as you know, clearly, because <laughs> I know I know what home cooking's about. It's just you know I'm just saying it, it's you know. The words fit for summer, I guess. I don't know. The the title, just the title. That's all. <laughs> anyway, break time. We'll be right back for make more of an ass out of myself right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. When anybody preaches disunity, tries to pit one of us against the other through class warfare, race hatred, or religious intolerance, you know that person seeks to rob us of our freedom and destroy our very lives. And we know what to do about it. And now, gentlemen, no violence, please. Don't throw those bottles. Don't throw those bottles. Working together to produce an ever greater abundance of material and spiritual values for all. That is the secret of American prosperity. Terrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. God bless the United States. Oh, God. What a mess. What a mess. Anyway, welcome back, uh, everybody. Throwing in another clip from um, Make Mine Freedom. Uh, I, I, I love having these old patriotic drops for the shows around the 4th of July, just to throw them in and spice it up a little bit. You know, I do have Franklin Delano Roosevelt's 4th, uh, 4th of July address from 7-4-1941. I could play on a break. That could be fun. Oh. So, um, but anyway, welcome back to the program. Bobber for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Let's give him one more of these. Hello, Bob. There you go. Uh, and, uh, and rain, uh, this is your time to shine as our girl Friday for name calling. So your, your time is, you have all the time in the world to shine. This is just a, you know, you giving back to our, our, our chatters, I suppose. I guess (laughs) rain. Did we lose rain? (laughs) All right, I'm just talking to the ether because I'm shining. Oh, okay, okay. 
It, well, and, you know, you're caring. And, you know, caring and sharing is patriotic, too. What ways can you think of to help improve your life and to help improve your country? Is sharing a way? If we learn to care for others, to respect others, we'll learn how to care for, to respect our country. Look at that. I, I think that's true. That's Bob, the late, great Bob Crane. Sorry about all the tabloid stuff after your death, buddy. That was a little... <laughs> yeah, he, uh, boy, he had a secret life, didn't he? Yeah, I think there was some BDSM stuff or something going on. So... Yeah. Uh, uh, but anyway, and all, and you guys got to remind me to tell you the mic. Speaking of which, uh, I'll try and remember to tell you this after name calling. But here we go, Rain. Here's your jingle. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from ForFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind all right let's get straight to the biscuits i just i need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits oh let's hear the rest of it why not is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits garlic biscuits maybe some rosemary just i just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment (laughs) Thank you, Brina Palencia. Mm. Biscuits. All those biscuits sound delicious to me. They do. Yeah. So in tonight's chat, we have Mr. Adam Hebert. We have Barbara DC. We have Heather. We have Jake Collie. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. Happy 4th of July. 5th of July. We have living... I'm sorry. I said 5th of July. <laughs> oh, uh, we have Living on Long Island, we have Meow Goodness, we have Moon Mary, we have President, we have myself, we have Theo, we have Trojan Rabbit. I think earlier we had um, Michelle. Yeah, I believe so. And I, I know we had we had some more people in there. Miles earlier. was most certainly there too, if Michelle was. so. Um, so. And earlier we uh, had Wilbur Ross in the chat this room. This is a can of Campbell's soup. There's soup. in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down here, the can of Campbell's Soup. Biscuit. See, biscuits and soup, delicious. Well, especially rosemary. Although, as you can hear, Roy is not pleased. He's making a a front side air biscuit. (laughs) I don't know if I told you this. We found out earlier this week that our little Earl boy, even with all of his vaccinations he got he got kennel cough yeah you mentioned that you mentioned that yeah so is that is that that's curable though right it is curable but right now roy has got it and we haven't been able to get him to the vet because the vet's on vacation this week so yeah well yeah you know yeah that's but that's not that's kind of a you know it's not a constant thing though right it just happens every once no No, it's it's it just sucks because you know you pay for the vaccination and you kind of hope they're not going to get it. Yeah. And uh, the vet said, "Well, as bad as it is, imagine if they didn't get the vaccination." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, that's great." 
Well, I know for a fact we have one birthday. Oh, and, oh, Kat says Bob Green was born on the same day she was. But the birthday related uh, uh, is a relative of Kat. Uh, did I believe she said her father's birthday's on Monday? Yeah, yeah, that's what she said. And um, uh, yeah, so he'll be eighty-one. She says. So happy birthday to Cat's dad, and of course it's a baner because it's a family member. We're not that oh, kind of show. Hi. We're not a Ted Cruz show where we're watching like mother-in-law porn or whatever, or uh, <laughs> your stepmom. No, stepmom porn. That's what that's what Ted Cruz is into. Remember when that? Remember that when that happened? Ted Cruz. I like, think I put that way way into the dark place. Yeah, I. But you know, hey, sometimes. Sometimes you have to pull it out of the well and, and uh, put it in front of people. Well, 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 said baby Jessica while having a nightmare. Uh, so anyway, uh, so for Kat's dad, I don't know if there's anybody else. Oh, yeah, Michelle. Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, Livin uh, says, yeah, I forgot. That's why um, they're, they're gone, because Michelle and Miles are going to see Hal Sparks tonight. That's right. They told me about that. That's the awesome. Other day. So, that's very exciting. But anyway, so I believe the only birthday is for Cat's dad. So, Mr. Cat's dad, happy birthday! Uh, and I hope you get seventy-five more of them, this or, or is endless ones. Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! And our anniversary is five days away, but I won't. Um, there's no reason for that right now. Happy anniversary. Happy oh, anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I I drifted there and ended up playing that trumpet. And yet you had a happy anniversary. <laughs> uh, so anyway, all right. Uh, we'll take at least one phone call, maybe two, if we can get him in quick enough. Number to call is three so three. Means it's been a year since we got out to to Cleveland. Almost exactly. But uh, wow. but real quick, let me let me uh, uh, give the number out. Three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six is the number to call. Uh, please do not wait too long to call. As soon as you hear my voice, call. Don't wait till the top of the hour because uh, you know that's happened a few times and it makes it difficult to to go to break. So yeah, three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. And here we go. Uh, on the line with us right now, uh, not no name is coming up. Seven seven zero area code. Who's this? Where are you calling from? That's me, the Clancer. Hey, Clint. All yes, right, sir. I gotta get this number saved. How you doing, hey. brother? Doing all right. Doing all right. You know, uh, having uh, trying to uh, go through all my uh, U.S. history books for the new school year and uh, rewrite them. You know, to match the the new. Uh, New paradigm. Sure, sure, yeah. You know, 
Uh, well, the so uh, Orville and Wilbur Ross invented the airplane in 1843. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wilbur Ross. Yes, I, I intentionally said Orville and Wilbur Ross. <laughs> and, uh, well, we, we use soup cans for wrong. the propellers. We use soup cans <laughs> to communicate between the airplanes. <laughs> yeah, with a string, big long string. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Make sure you just have to make sure you fly level. So, <laughs> but yeah, Clenster, a happy uh, Independence Day, uh, my brother, and uh, it is wonderful to hear from you. What, what's what's going on? Oh, not a whole lot. Just uh, you know, and trying to take in the summer days until I have to go back to uh, to work and at the end of the month. And uh, in the meantime, I'm gardening and uh, you know taking trips here and there actually we're heading down to florida uh tomorrow for the next week nice oh yeah. so you're 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 yeah. actually you're off for the entire month almost the entire month we got like the last week of uh last week of the month i gotta go in for pre-planning uh you know getting the classroom set up checking the role to see which doing some getting in all that kind of stuff oh well yeah georgia doesn't school start in august it does it does um my district actually starts on august 1st so uh, yeah but on the flip side of that we get uh a fair amount of breaks scattered throughout the year so it's uh it it all comes out in the wash okay yeah Yeah. where are you going in florida um, it's down near Clearwater. Um, uh, the Mrs. Uh, her. Can you, can you get up on your phone? Can you get up on your phone a little bit uh, more, Clint? Uh, yeah, sure. All right. Uh, hang on just a second. Let me, uh, uh is that better? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay, great. Um, uh, my in-laws have, uh, a couple condos down, um, down just south of Clearwater, and every year around this time, they we do this big family thing where um, uh, my brother-in-law comes down with his family. We go down there with ours. And, uh, we sit around. Uh, we sit on the beach. We watch the sunset. Wow. We eat dinner. You know. Uh, you know. Sounds like heaven. It's pretty nice. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta say. you know. Here's the thing. Uh, this year we can't we couldn't get our um, timeshare, but a lot of times Bob and I like to go to a place up at called Dunedin. Mm-hmm. And oh, oh my no. god, you've heard of it? Yes, yes, I have. That's yeah, yeah. Um, I just I love that area. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know where um, Clearwater is. Uh, we used to. Uh, we've been to. Um, <clears throat> uh, sorry. Um, Sanibel Island a few times. Is it near there? <gasps> oh, sweet God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's south. That's south. That's way south of Clearwater. That's I think it's close to, to Fort, Fort, Myers. Fort Myers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure. I, I have no idea where Clearwater is. So it's just um, north of Tampa. North of yeah. Tampa? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, it's right on the Gulf Coast. So. You see, my oh, geography, beautiful. my geography of Florida is it's kind of hinky because it's the only state that really kind of looks like a droopy penis. Don't say penis oh. in this house. Get out of my house. 
So, you know. Well, if 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 climate change keeps happening, it's going to be a soggy penis, too. Oh, see, now, Rain, you broke the rule, too. Don't save penis in this! Get out of my house! Did I steal that from you, Clinster? Did you have a plan to say that word? Oh, I might have, but, you know, now that the seventh seal has been broken, um, I have to say that I got this way of rain that it's not going to be so much soggy, I think, but it's going to be a very thin and kind of flaccid looking penis. Don't save penis in this house! Get out of my house! Yeah. <laughs> And then there will be dozens of residents. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens! <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No. So this is great. So you just spent a week in Asheville, and now you're going down to Florida. Yep, yep I am. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, um. for you, my brother, I wish that these three weeks go in as slow a motion as you want them to. So, because I know, you know, um, time can fly, but, you know, three weeks, that's a nice little chunk. So, you know, and and I always forget that you're a teacher, too. So, uh, you know, so that's why, you know, it took me a minute to to put two and two together there. But if I had a good teacher like you... You would have said it's four. It's four, Kenny. It's four. So <laughs> I believe the teachers are our future. Let them teach and let them lead the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, I'll go for that. Sure. There you. Why not? So, oh, we got a, we got a few minutes left for you. Uh, anything else on your mind? Uh, did you? Uh, um. <laughs> Well, I guess we already need to get the airport joke out of the way. So. <laughs> yeah, I got that. Um, I will say that um, I was um, kind of suffering along with the the residents of uh, of DC. Well, not the residents, but the invited guests of VIPs who went down to Lincoln Memorial to uh, see that uh, great historic uh, beach. Oh, um, that was kind of you. Oh, thanks. We were, well, we, uh, Kathy and I had volunteered to sing with the community choir. Oh, beautiful. Nice. Uh, around here for a 4th of July celebration. And, um, you know, the forecast had said it was going to be fine. And just as we were about to go on in the town square to, to sing our songs and, uh, you know, inspire great patriotism throughout the, throughout the land, um, we got rained on like hard. I mean, my my clothes are still hanging up in the bathroom. They're not dry yet. So. Oh wow. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> we got we got soaked. Yeah, I was uh, uh I was grilling in the rain, just grilling in the rain. Grilling in the rain. When I when I uh, I grilled. Uh, yeah. I'm grilling again. Because uh, we went to go see Spider-Man uh, uh, Far From Home yesterday, and then when we got back, I was my chili was cooking overnight. Bob and Rain know that process. And um, and I, can't, I, I took my, my hamburger meat, and I made patties and mixed some veggies and seasoning in with it, and I grilled the meat on the grill, and then I brought the burgers inside and chopped them up and put them in the chili for the last touch. And uh, but yeah, it was pouring down rain the whole time I was doing it. When I um, 
I have a tiny charcoal grill, so basically what I had to do is I had a I, I had a Diet Coke with me, and I, I polished it off real quick, and then I had to close the grill, but I couldn't close it all the way, so I, I put the beer can between the, the grill and the lid, and, uh, and, and it kept the rain off the coals. It was great, so... Oh, um, there you go. <laughs> but yeah, necessity is the oh. invention of mother. Something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, we did do a little grilling, a uh, little grilling and chilling before we went to, went out uh, to sing. Uh, had a uh, had some pretty good burgers come come out of it. So you know what? Uh, There's nothing like a real burger. Not at all. It's is one of the great simple pleasures of life. What can I say? <laughs> I had this conversation. I had this like a big eloquent speech about like how I, you know I, I you know I, I I mourn the loss of burgers in my regular diet <laughs> because of the gout and um, yeah. And and I was like, you know, you know, the, I I will eat the burger substitutes. I'll eat the veggie burgers and stuff like that. And the Impossible Burger is the closest thing to actual meat, but it's still so far away. <laughs> it's still so far away. I mean, you know, you just, you just, you know, and, and, and Bobber gave me my first hamburger of not the first burger of the year, but the, probably my third burger of the year at their cookout. <laughs> and then I made these hamburgers and I got to watch my ass. Cause I, I, I wrecked, uh, you know, I wrecked my diet at, at Bob and Rain's and, and I'm still like kind of just being a jackass and eating whatever I want. Um, Bob and I are really bad influences. But I gotta, yeah, I know, I know. Damn it, so, yeah, <laughs> we we really are. God damn it. Yeah. So, uh, but no, it was. I'm a bad influence too. That was just the bad influence party, really. <laughs> Let's just say it. Let's be. I honest. hope that you and Kathy can come next year. We're gonna do it around the same time. Uh, well, uh, we'll have to see about that. I, I'd like to. I. I I really want to come up there. I really do. <laughs> it's like no, I know, I know, like, I know. It's it's also I know it's a lot of money and whatnot. Yeah. it's it's how the it's long, it's the long ass drive. We know that. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's the reason why you know when we go down there to Georgia, we don't always get to see you guys because of the same thing. It's like well, how far how far of a drive is it from uh, where you are in Georgia to where uh, Bob and Rain are in the D.C. metro area? It's about eleven hours. Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, I need the the. Oh. oh my God! Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, yeah. but anyway, well, Clinster, I'm so glad you called. I'm so glad you called. I, I haven't talked to you in a while, so it's it's a real treat. Uh, we'll have to do do some kind of special again sometime soon and talk about some some crazy shit. Um, oh yeah, so, <laughs> sure. Yeah, we got to come up with more original content now that you know music's out the window for the time being. Uh, uh, <laughs> we should start our own like uh, like uh, music company and make royalty free music and just fill up the airwaves with our own music and then try and sell it to people too. Be like, you know, here's our Miami Vice theme knockoff song. You know. <laughs> Whatever that would be, <laughs> that's epic. Come on, oh. you know, love that. <laughs> do, 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 do. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, well, Clancer, uh, great hearing from you, brother, and we will talk to you uh, soon. All right, man. Y'all take it easy. Happy Bye, Independence Aww. Day. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. So, all right. Well, I there we go. I love him and Kathy and Ian so much. Oh, uh, they're great. Yeah, they are. They're, they're awesome, awesome people. Yeah. So uh, talented, funny, <clears throat> smart, good looking. Every last one. So, uh, but anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, and go to the break. And uh, when we come back, Bobber and I are going to map out this plan for our new royalty free music company. Hmm. Oh. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to talk about how Justin Amash left the GOP when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this story so much. I don't love Justin Amash. I just love what he's doing. Because it's ruffling feathers and poking people <laughs> with sharp sticks and rattling cages. I love it. It's so great. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back uh, with more Turn Up the Night. And you know what? Let's hit this break like we mean it. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. Declare your independence and reject corporate media. This is Indie Media Weekly, your number one source for independent media. And now, on with the show. Very long hand. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling, transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Oh, man, I think we hit that break real good when we did. That was that was a good... We, we really meant it when we hit that break. So, anyway, welcome back to uh, Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, the weekend edition, the post-Independence Day. Although, every day should be Independence Day. In your And in, in, in you should celebrate in your own idiom. Uh, welcome back to Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau, the bubble, the swamp, uh, the stanky swamp. Hello. Fortunately, your your area smelled wonderful, uh, but well, you know, yeah, because well, oh no, it really didn't. Because it, it it really by by last night around nine thirty, all we smelt was the rain and sulfur and the the stank that Trump left. Yeah, I mean, think about that. He it rain fell off. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, just think of all those wet Trump cultists down there. That was yeah. You know, there's that. Honestly, honestly, I'd like to say that was less of a Trump rally and more of a communal shower for his cultists. Jesus. Like that's probably the cleanest they've been in a long time. Did you see the video of the one guy who took a little shot 
He brought, uh, he brought in like one of those little plastic vials of vodka or whatever. I think it was Fireball. Oh, he I don't know. Filmed, taking firewater. Taking a Fireball. Fireball or firewater? No, Fireball. The cinnamon Fi- alcohol. I thought Firewater was the cinnamon alcohol. No, it's oh. Fireball. Fireball? Because you know, it, it tastes, it's made to taste like those atomic fireballs. Yeah, yeah, yes. I know, I know. Uh, but there's Fire, well, Firewater is, is what the they used to be the, what the engines. No, no, no. The, but I seriously <laughs> think there actually is uh, there there is uh, uh, a brand of that called uh, called Firewater too. Yeah, I'll but there find was one it. dude who during during the you know the the speech and the whole oh my god all this beautiful stuff C-SPAN caught him just drinking it. Tipping his head down, be like, "Nope, nobody sees me." Yeah, there, there's yeah. one. There's one called Firewater. There is. Um. Uh, yeah. Right it's, here, uh, it's, Hi, it's. She says there is. It's hot. It's hot. Cinnamon schnapps. It's a little devil on it. So, and it has a little. She's like, it has a little devil on it. <laughs> so. Um. But yeah. But there still, it is. somebody was there. Like, I need, I need whiskey to get through this. <laughs> So and there is I did see a racist flask that says fire water on it too. Whoa, that's bad. That's bad, you racist fuckers. Uh so I gotta be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. This morning when I woke up and now I'm thinking about it. This morning when I woke up, it was really humid. There was some like fog around and there was a stink in the air. I didn't think about it until now, but I think that the stink was the leftovers of his Fourth of July stank? Oh, stink is in the air. <laughs> stink in the air. Wait, wasn't that love is in the air? What is that from yes, the love boat thing? Yes. Yeah, the Trump boat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fueled by Actually, powerful sharks and shit. The Trump boat. The Trump bloat. <laughs> the bloat. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, everybody just hops on his back when he, you know, swells up like a puffer fish. Did you all see Melania's dress after the um, after the speech? After she walked out in the rain? I, I saw there. No. Oh, it was like a wet t-shirt contest? Yes, it was. Oh, are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. Oh Jesus no, I'm not Christ! Kidding. Yeah, people are people are saying she wasn't wearing a bra. I, I think she's wearing a bra, but she was probably just a, you know, cold pokies. What the hell? Well, then then her bra was not thick enough. Well, that's probably true. I'm saying true. that is a woman. I was like, oh, I looked at that. And I was like, Jesus, well, wait. There's my there's goodness. Porn for the Trump cultists now. There's two types of people: people that look at porn and people that lie about it. But I wasn't <laughs> looking at porn. Yeah. <laughs> And I and quite that. honestly, Bob, <laughs> I'm not sure if she was wearing a bra because I remember she went in to the hospital to have a quote unquote kidney. Yeah. But you think think she had a silicone was 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 starting to uh, wear out? She had to get. A I do. I I'm not kidding. A lot of mileage on those. So sorry. I'm sorry. That was that was crass. I'm gonna buzz myself. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if she was wearing a bra. I'm well, you know the way it, Trump I'll grabs things. He might call me anti-woman. I don't care. Yeah, that looked like no bra, and, and 
Yeah, that was. Go do was a Google not. search. You're going surfing on the internet. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna Google that. I promise you, I'm not gonna Google that. No, um, you're gonna Google it. No, I'm not. If it, it, no, I have no interest. I've already seen her naked. In in her soft, soft the first bra. I feel like maybe yeah. she just did this to to. to uh, you, can, you, can, I, you can see the outline of the bra in the picture. Well, I mean, I she she's the. Well, you guys are really analyzing. I'm not looking it up. Um, the, the, but no, seriously, seriously, this is, uh, you know, she's our first, uh, lesbian soft corn porn first lady. So, uh, I say free the nipple girl, go for it. Um, yeah. And I am, I am so wildly opposed to, to implants. I, I know. If, if it is not for vanity's sake, if it's for reconstructive surgery's sake, I, I obviously, you know, uh, I'm fine with that. But you know, we know there's a lot of famous people out there, you know, who who are, you know, like Tignataro, for example, you know, double mastectomy, and she's like, whatever, I just yes, don't have boobs now. I don't is what she need says. to see the nips of the so. first lady of the United States of America. Well, nobody did, but they still elected that and shit clown. And I didn't clown see and her his, naked, his, and I just no. The porn in the first porn first lady, because she made porn Trump cultists. Just so you know, all of you people out there who are like, oh well, uh, you know we're we're the moral majority. We're the f- party of family exactly. values. We want to ban porn. We want to. I mean, seriously, there were people talking about banning porn. Just like I, we covered that on on the show. Um, it was a Glenn Beck story, you know, where he and one of his uh, crazy idiots that he had on the show was like, oh, we need to ban pornography. And it's like, you fucking elected the first creepy porn president in his porn star wife. You know, okay, granted, people might argue and say, no, no, those were just artistic nudes. I'm sorry, they were softcore lesbian porn. I'm not saying there was penetration or anything like that. But yeah. it was soft corn. Oh. It was soft core lesbian that porn. Really makes it hardcore. Yeah, soft core is no penetration. Wow. Hardcore okay. is penetration. Sorry, I thought this was uh, common knowledge. Eh. Well, Playboy was soft core. Hustler is hardcore. You know. Well, it, actually, it used to be soft. Well, I forget it. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Vivid Video is hardcore. Playboy is softcore. Penthouse is softcore. You know, pinup stuff. To me, it's to me, it's just really weird. And yeah. I'm not trying to come across as Victorian or conservative, but it was no, just, just sort of like, did did you not know that? Yeah, and and I'm not you were wearing. And I, I I'm not even looking at the comments right now, but I'm not just it, not shaming anything here. You can do what you want. I think nudity is a beautiful thing. I unfortunately think I think any kind of you know implants like boob implants, butt implants, you know, dork implants, whatever, for for vanity's sake, um, you know, is just it, it, it. To me, it's it's um, it's it it, it signals uh, to me, uh, you know, uh, uh, it, it, it runs counter to 
body acceptance or or what what would you call that um you know it it, it kind of it kind of uh, uh, is a result of like body shaming you know it's kind of playing yes, into that's it's fair, playing that's in, into a fair enough but it's I, playing into sure a that patriarchal kind of uh, version of what beauty should be okay so anyway it's it's still i yeah, we we don't need to go any further. Let's get to the let's go go to the next story, <laughs> which is Wilbur Ross on soup. This is a can of Campbell's soup. Oh my this god! In the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a Seven Eleven down here. The can of Campbell's soup. All right. Okay. I lied. It's not about. Um, this is actually a clip, Rain. Uh, if you want to talk a little bit about this, Allison Camarota interviewed uh, uh, U.S. soccer player uh, Allie Krieger um, uh, in defending her um, her teammate Megan. Is it Rapino or is it Rapino? Rapino. I think it's Rapino. Rapino. I think you should play the clip. Okay, well, uh, basically, the the big controversy came about is uh, Megan Rapinoe said she would not go to the White House if invited. You know, be, as as we see, a lot of athletes are turning down this, but this one seems to have gained a little bit of traction. Well, it gained uh, traction because Rapinoe said, "I'm not going to go to the fucking White House." Yeah, I yeah. believe, and I'm sure the people in the chat room will correct me. But she's I, like, no, I'm yeah. not going to go to the fucking White House, or I will not fucking go to the White yeah. House. Hey, Trump. But she used Fuck the effort. Yeah. So, uh, Allison Camarota had her teammate, again, Allie Krieger, on to discuss this. And uh, I uh, I thought this was a great bit of audio. And, uh, Rain, I'll let you elaborate after the, uh, the clip is done. So, here we go. You would not go to the White House if invited. No, absolutely not. Um, I refuse to respect a man that warrants no respect. And, um, you know, I feel like staying silent, um, you know, at times can side with the oppressor. And I, I didn't want her to feel that she was, um, you know, kind of having to process this all alone because a lot of us do have those similar feelings. And I wanted to make sure um, as one of her close friends that, you know, she didn't feel that. And I feel like we're able to focus <laughs> as women. It's funny. Imagine that we can we can multitask um, on, on two things at once. And I think that it doesn't take a lot of mind space to go ahead and tweet something out that that's very important. And and then just refocus, turn it off and refocus on on the job. Um, you know, and, and what we what we're doing here uh, is to win. So I, I refuse to, um, you know, just sit back and, and watch kind of an abuser, a bully, uh, uh, you know, uh, talk like that to my friend and, um, you know, I support her, uh, as a friend and I wanted to make sure that, um, you know, I said something that, that meant something to me and it was important to me and, and yeah, that's why I did what I did. Well, meanwhile, you have gotten, um, invitations from Congress also. Here is what, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said. <laughs> yeah. It may not be the White House, but we'd be happy to welcome, um, Rapino and the entire team for a tour of the House of Representatives anytime they'd 
like. So do you, I mean, I know how you feel. You've been quite clear. Megan Rapinoe has as well. Do you think that your whole team would rather accept an invitation from Congress and go to the House of Representatives than the White House? Oh, you did? <laughs> how does that go? Absolutely. Um, yeah, I could say after this game, we could pack our bags and we'd be on our way. Um, but that's obviously not my choice. So we'd have to regroup and, and see what happens. But most importantly, we have this game on Sunday. We, we have to perform. We have to win. And then everything else will come after that. So one day at a time. Um, most importantly, we need to focus on this game. And, and then, uh, you know, things will obviously, um, you know, come into play after that. Uh, come into play because sports. Um, anyway, no, it, that, that was good really? stuff. That, yeah, I know. I know. I'm sorry. I do want to I do want to follow up before I let you cut loose on this rain. I do want to. Uh, um, uh, read this comment from Kat. She says, I have no issue with vanity boob jobs because it's about a bodily anatomy, and if I have a problem with that, I can't object to people having issues about what I do with my body. So, yeah, very good point. And again, about, it's... About the auto autonomy, which is very different. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, autonomy, yes. I, I, I'm an idiot. Sorry. Airports is what I meant to say. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, it, it, because it's about bodily autonomy. So yes, my apologies. I, I, I just was reading it quick. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I completely concur with that. I'm just saying that I'm not going to judge somebody and say, oh, I think they need to have their boobs fixed. You know, that's where I am. You know, uh, uh, that's all I'm saying. So... Uh, but you know, and again, it, it's none of my business. People are going to do what they do, and they. Ha I mean, like, like my opinion matters in the grand scheme. But yeah, you know, it's just um, to me. I think that there's there's a weird standard out there for a, a lot of women uh, uh, that uh, you know to have like ultra big, crazy implants and stuff like that, and. It just it, it seems like a lot of the pressure in 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 vision for this comes from the patriarchy. Just my opinion, but I don't want to shame anybody. I know people who have implants. Uh, you know, uh, in you know, I think no less of them for it. I just think that there's there's. Um, I, I think that you know it, again, it's the whole Barbie doll thing, you know. Where it's like this is the this is what an ideal woman looks like, but yeah, whatever. But, but body autonomy, completely different thing, absolutely. So or body airports. Um, so anyway, Rain, go ahead and uh, uh, talk okay, about well, this. I hope I didn't come across like I was trying to negate. No, 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 no. I, I wanted to address Cat's comment. That that was I it. Just I just felt like you know, Miss Melania you had to know that your boobs and your areolas were showing. Uh, and I mean that. I mean that sincerely. Blame yourself. You <laughs> uh, yeah, you I actually... not, but Jesus, mm -hmm. it, it, you, you knew it was raining. It, you wore a white dress. And yes, Kat, Kat is right. I had a teleprompter issue there. It was raining in my in Studio SB here, so I couldn't read my teleprompter. <laughs> Um, so but yeah, my point. You're right. And, you know, God's honest truth. She went to a NATO function. I think last year, this year, where her her dress was almost invisible. And look, guys, I just want to make this clear. I don't care. 
I don't care about what you wear, but I do care about how you represent the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And I mean that sincerely. Yeah. And so you could be sexy, but I'm going to just draw a line. Like, I don't need to see your boobs or your nipples. Well, yeah, I mean, this, and, and again, this is the party who screamed and cried and, you know, tore their hair out because Michelle yes, Obama had bare Michelle arms. Michelle Obama had her arms, yeah. her arms. Well, so to, I, I, I want to, I want to, def, I want to defend Melania about this, this whole NATO thing, Rain, because to be fair, she thought NATO stood for nipples are to be to ogle, so that's what she thought it was. <laughs> nipples are to ogle, be best. See, Ken, Ken, he's the fair both sides guy. Yeah, both sides. I hope you both sides to it. I, I don't <laughs> need to see the first lady's nipples. No. And I'm not a prude. I mean, it's it's. I hope I, I'm not trying to be a. I, I get what. Well, Kat's let's saying, let's put it on the right. let's put it on the flip side. What if we? What if there were actual like more than just Trump in the bathrobe pictures out there? Oh, what if there was like God. the the Playgirl Burt Reynolds pictures of Trump out there? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they would. I, I think when they came out, there'd be the 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 sewer lines would be flooded with with vomit. Uh, yeah, all that. So, I mean, right, but, I, but this, Rain, we, we should get back to the clip about Allie Krieger defending her teammate. Um, all right, Allie Krieger defending her teammate was amazing. And her teammate um, was Megan uh, Rapino. Rapino. Yeah, Rapino. Yes, and she, okay. See, I was. I am so distracted. I'm really distracted right now. By, da, by damn boobies. I, <laughs> <laughs> and thanks, Moon Mayor. I clicked on your link and I saw the picture, <laughs> so I didn't even have to Google search it. Moon Mayor's like, I'm going but, with a real but thin. The fact broad. that you know, the fact that she felt like she had to come out and defend Megan for this is is amazing because mm-hmm. what did Megan do? What did she do? She said, I didn't want to go to the fucking White House. Yeah. And she, she spread her arms, and Piers Morgan was like, oh, she's an uppity woman. An uppity oh. lesbian. Oh! Piers Morgan. Oh, my God. When is his time up? Not soon enough. And when he goes, you know what I'll say? Stop. Don't come back. But what I did love is that there is there is a unity with this team, and they're going to stand behind each other. Mm-hmm. And I love that she said, "I'm going to stand behind my sister, regardless yeah. of anything. I'm going to stand behind her because she deserves it." Yeah, not not and a man I- with zero morals, and you know, <sighs> zero zero that that has you know deserve hasn't earned any respect. You know. So I, I applaud yeah. her. I applaud for that. Uh, we, amen. 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 To um, sorry, I didn't have more to say because I was so distracted Allie by Melania's Krieger. boobs. Headlights. <laughs> you're blind. You're like a deer in headlights. She blinded me with headlights. He- <laughs> sorry, headlights <laughs> is like a, a euphemism. What song were you singing, Bob? I I was I was morphing a song. She blinded me with headlights. See? <laughs> and I was singing. She blinded Be- me with headlights. 
I did <laughs> Blinded Me with Science, and you did... That's what I was doing. Yeah. Oh Wet t-shirt in motion. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Headlights! <laughs> show came to a dead end. Well, it had to happen at some point. Yeah, Kat says she had on her her high beams on. Oh, oh, and my favorite, turkey's done. <laughs> <laughs> I try not, I used to say that all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> but now I don't. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, turkey's done. Anyway, well, it's time to go to the break. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, I screwed up that whole clip and the commentary. I'm no, so it, it was worth. It, I mean, it really didn't need a lot of explanation. It was just pretty awesome that she was willing it to was. stand. You know, I mean, because everybody's uh, upset because she said the fuck word. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's such a such a bunch of false. Uh, false outrage. Pearl clutching, fainting couch. You're like, oh, well, you elected the most fucking profane person you could find to sit his shardy ass in the White House. And now, oh, heavens to Betsy, she said, fudge. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Heavens to Murgatroyd. That do take offense to women saying the word fuck. Well, well, that's not right. She should have said make love. <laughs> she should have said make whoopee. Uh, I will not make love. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on. I will not go to the make loving White House. <laughs> yeah. The same way. <laughs> I will not go to the making whoopee White House. <laughs> Where is the strangest place you've made whoopee? In my asshole! In my butt! <laughs> well, that, if that isn't a perfect setup for Mad Libs, I don't know what is. Um, yeah, let me. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and find a couple Mad Libs here, everybody. we got to go to the break. I am going to go ahead and play that uh, FDR um, thing. I, I, I'll, I'll probably double it up with a bobber song give me a little bit more time. Um, I think I should play the list because it, it really i mean that is a song reflective of the summer i am correct in that because the word summer is in the lyrics <laughs> oh. am, do i have that much right i think you do um sure it well it's actually know. about it's about the, the end of summer it's, it's about a list of things to do before summer's over right is that what it is yeah no god i suck at this <laughs> It's about a list. I know that much. And it says summer in there. Kissing sweet sweet summer goodbye. What? Is that what it is? I don't remember. That is the line, yes. Okay. All right. So I'm okay, right. Okay, you two got that worked out? Yeah. Here we go. Break time. All Big right. double shot. We're going to do uh, uh, FDR's... <laughs> uh, FDR, FDR and Rouse, uh, <laughs> Franklin Delano Rouse in this break. <laughs> Rouseavelt. What do you think of that? Uh, but yeah, so uh, FDR is Fourth of July address from seven four nineteen forty one. 
followed by the list by Bobber. We'll be right back after this break. Don't you go nowhere. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com The President of the United States. My fellow Americans, in 1776, on the fourth day of July, the representatives of the several states in Congress assembled declaring our independence, asserted that a decent respect for the opinion of mankind required that they should declare the reasons for their actions. In this new crisis, we have a like duty. In 1776, we waged war in behalf of the great principle that government should derive its just powers from the consent of the governed. In other words, representation chosen in free election. In the century and a half that followed, this cause of human freedom swept across the world. But now in our generation, in the past few years, a new resistance in the form of several new practices of tyranny has been making such headway that the fundamentals of 1776 are being struck down abroad and definitely they are threatened here. It is indeed a fallacy based on no logic at all for any American to suggest that the rule of force can defeat human freedom in all the other parts of the world and permit it to survive in the United States alone. But it has been that childlike fantasy itself, that misdirected faith, which has led nation after nation to go about their peaceful tasks, relying on the thought and even the promise that they and their lives and their government would be allowed to live when the juggernaut of force came their way. It is simple. I could almost say simple-minded for us Americans to wave the flag, to reassert our belief in the cause of freedom, and to let it go at that. Yet, all of us who lie awake at night, all of us who study and study again, know full well that in these days we cannot save freedom with pitchforks and muskets alone after a dictator combination has gained control of the rest of the world. We know that we cannot save freedom in our own midst, in our own land, if all around us our neighbor nations have lost their freedom. That is why we are engaged in a serious, in a mighty, in a unified action in the cause of the defense of the hemisphere and the freedom of the seas. We need not the loyalty and unity alone. We need speed and efficiency and toil and an end to backbiting, an end to the sabotage that runs far deeper than the blowing up of munition plants. I tell the American people solemnly 
that the United States will never survive as a happy and fertile oasis of liberty surrounded by a cruel desert of dictatorship. And so it is that when we repeat the great pledge to our country and to our flag, it must be our deep conviction that we pledge as well our work, our will, and if it be necessary, our very lives.
I am Miles Legant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Our host, Adam Hebert, will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife, Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. I'm nice and sweet and pure, so fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Remain calm! All is well! All is well! Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. twice. And that's it. No thanks anywhere else. And of course, but sure. thanks thanks to Scranton, uh, because uh, Joe Santorza has a night off, but uh, we miss him, and we welcome him back on next Tuesday. And by the way, we are in little Baghdad mode. I was right. It started a little bit later than I thought, but um, it's going on. Let me see if you guys can hear a little bit. I think I do. There you go. Yep. It was real. All it, is well. All is well. Oh, you like we the new promo? last night. You know, we were sitting outside and hearing the fireworks and mm-hmm. the booms and the crack, crack, crack. And, uh, you know, and we kind of, you kind of make the, sort of make the joke. Yeah, it's like a little Baghdad. But then it, it kind of draw, brings home the reality that um, people there, you know, in the Middle East. Yeah. That, that's a daily thing. Yeah, it's, it's really imagine, no laughing I mean, matter. Can you imagine having to, to live through that? all the time and know that it's not doesn't just sound like war that it actually is yeah. war yes so how, how do you live like that oh and i could thank adam adam C- hebert says i should thank him too but no you can't i mean li- you know living through noises <laughs> is one thing living through war yeah completely different thing so yeah um yeah it was a pretty heavy discussion that we had it really was it was like okay this I is bet. what people in syria go through well, and, you know, and I've thought that, too, when I say that. I'm like, you know, but it's kind of like, you know, laughing through the darkness, you know, sort of. Yeah, but so. on the other hand, I mean, I love fireworks. I'm not going to deny yeah. that, but we are privileged. Here it is. Here I'm going to do it again. We are privileged to be able we to are. enjoy fireworks. Yes. And uh, but Adam C- Hebert says I could thank uh, him, and yes, thank you, Adam, uh, for you know helping keeping the the station running during our our weird times with uh, everything. And um, but yeah, and thank you, Miles, for making that that brand new promo that reflects the time change on Mike Check Radio. And um, I did the production on it, but and I even put in that little that little goofy. Uh, uh, well, what is it? Uh, this Kenny? Yeah, I put in that. Yeah. You there? Oh, yeah. You dropped out for me. I was like, oh, did one of them? Did one of those shots get? They took me out. So. 
the first man who was killed for having lousy ratings. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, all right, let's get into Mad Libs territory. We got two tonight. Uh, one, uh, you know, and one of them is kind of in the in the spirit of uh, of Independence Day. So uh, here we go. Um, jingles, Mad Libs, boom. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. Okay, I saved all the adverbs for rain. Oh, thanks. I thanks. didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Awesome. Come on. Um, all right, so, Bobber, I need an adjective, please. An adjective. Slimy. All right. Um, Rain, I need a state. Montana. Montana. All right, Bobber, I need a nationality. Nationality. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Nambian. Nambian. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Namibia <laughs> Nambia uh, hung- uh, uh, Hungria <laughs> so, <laughs> Was it Kevin McCarthy? Uh, who said Hungria? <laughs> uh, Alright, next one um, Rain, a place Namibia No, no Wakanda Wakanda forever Yes. Uh, did you see Black Panther? Did you go to see that? Yes. Nice. You liked it? I loved it. Yeah, cool. it was awesome. All right. Um, okay. Um, did you? Yeah, I, I loved it as well. So. Okay. Black Panther has been one of my favorite characters in the comics forever. Um, Bob, or a noun? A noun. Um, mm-hmm. You seem surprised by that. Yeah, because you, you usually you get all those from the uh, from the chat. Um, I saved a few because there were a lot of nouns in this one. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, let's say um, uh, noun. Um, it's a person, uh, place, or thing. Shit show. Shit show. Shit show. Oh, I like it. Rain. Same noun. Um. Saffron. Saffron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and oh, Bobber, lucky adverb. An adverb. Um, wetly. Uh, we already have wet uh, for a uh, for a uh, adjective. Moistly? No. Um, uh, Come on, man. I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. You know, below the belt. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> think above the belt. Above the belt. Um, <laughs> that's what Melania fans think about. Ha! Nice. Um, grossly. Is that is that an ever? Um. Yeah, it'll work. Uh, <laughs> um, or, or grotesquely might that might be the way, way to go. Hey, let's go with that. Sure. Grotesquely. Uh, all right, let's uh, start that music over again. Rain. I need the name of a male conservative. Oh, 
my father. You just want Rain's father? Yeah, Paul. Do you want? Okay, that's that's lame. Okay, male conservative Lou Dobbs. There you go, old my Dobby. My father loves. Wow. It, 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 yeah, I thought he had a face only a mother could love. Um, well, all right, we got a couple more to fill out here. Uh, Bobber, a verb ending in ing. <laughs> um, uh, fuck you. All right. All right, you twisted my arm. Uh, rain, um, yes. part of the body, plural. Oh, um, boobs. Okay. Um, this is a very Melania-centric man lib. I uh, hope so. I really do hope so. Yeah, yeah, it really is. And Bobber, I hate to do this to you, but I need one more adverb, sir. One more adverb. You're doing this um, to keep your wife happy in this game. Ha! Um. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not bad, um, actually. What's that? It's not bad, actually. You said hugely, didn't you? Uh, no, he right. didn't. She did. You did. Do you want the adverb, Rain? Do you want it to be hugely? No, this is all on Bob. He knows I hate that word. I hate that word with the heat of, <laughs> like, 500 melted knives. I hate that word. Okay, it'll work. <laughs> how, all right, how about wistfully? Wistfully, all right. Wistfully. Wilbur wistfully talked about soup. Wistfully. Uh, <laughs> soup. Wistfully, Wilbur <laughs> talked about soup. I'm sorry, Bob. So. This is a can of Campbell's soup. This in the can of Campbell's soup. Well, I just bought this can today at a 7-Eleven down soup. here. The can of Campbell's soup. Where else are you going to get fireworks, Wilbur Ross, and music from The Price is Right all in one place? <laughs> Only on Turn Up the Night. Radio for Cleveland. humans. Cleveland, Ohio. All right, Rain, you get the last one. It is a oh. plural noun. Um... Okay, a plural noun. Tanks. Tanks for the memories. Bobber and we collided on that. <laughs> All right, beautiful. Okay, so here we go. The first one is a letter of complaint. I thought I'd pick this one because I'd like to complain about Trump yesterday, talking about what... Uh, 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 um, revolutionary um, airports. Alright, so a letter of complaint. Dear Sir or Areola. <laughs> I just spent a miserable weekend at your wet hotel. Ooh, uh, oh. that's, uh, that's rough. Uh, but, or, but I don't know. What a fun, sexy time for you. Uh, your advertisement in my hometown pasty was an outrageous spray paint. You said that you provide guests with a welcome basket of hair dyes. <laughs> oh, 
All I found in my room was a trash bronzer filled with c old cars. My God. You also claim to offer free overnight fucking in your garage. <laughs> oh, 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 no. oh no. I don't know. I don't know what clip to play for that. Uh, but but then again, we might just go back to... Uh, what a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah. Uh, you also claim to offer free over... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Um, uh, not true, fella. Your garage was all filled up, and I had to park my new brain across the street in a vacant turkey. It was stolen! And about your hotel staff. They were wistfully inadequate. Your so-called expert masseur not only stuck a finger in my <laughs> revolutionary warplane... Oh my god. <laughs> ...but he broke two of my boobs! <laughs> While giving me a Swedish wet t-shirt. <laughs> Man, those Swedish wet t-shirts are, are brutal. They break don't boobs. Don't Google that. No, don't. <laughs> well, you know, we don't want to discourage people from don't that. Don't do a Google search. You're going surfing on the internet. Yeah, Google it. Just don't Google pink sock. Uh, all right. And uh, your room service was a hot joke. They not only served burn Dremel tools, but spilled a hot cup of thunder all over my newly pressed diaphanous. <laughs> what? Diaphanous. I, I, I don't know if I'm saying it right. That was Moonmare. She, she said diaphanous. That, is that uh, a flower? No, I, I think that might be a... a a taint or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. I had to get a, a business meet. I had to go to a business meeting wearing a lighthouse. I'm planning to sue you for a million tanks. Oh, that letter was written by Trump, wasn't it? So, all right. So here we go. This one's more in line. This is what should be on Donald Trump's teleprompter next time around. This is the story of Paul Revere, everyone. You ready? I like the drum. But we got rockets red glaring outside right now, just so you know. The ramparts... Just, just as long as you know, they're not running the ramparts. Yeah, the ramparts are at the airport in the armpit. <laughs> next to the Walmart. Was that a, a firework that I heard when you said Paul Revere? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm not pushing it. It's like a little... Oh, no, they're, they're, they're out. Oh. It's going on. All right, okay. Paul Revere, the warning bell. That's right, the warning bell. Boo, I... boo, boo. <laughs> uh, British I... Airways are coming. The British Airways are coming. Yeah, I I <laughs> haven't so played this. So I is haven't... the Continental Army Airport. I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Get... I haven't played this in forever. The warning bell. The warning bell. <laughs> All right, so here we go. Paul Revere. Paul Revere was born in Boston, Montana in 1735. <laughs> His father turned him, uh, uh, taught him how to work with metals, and he soon became a slimy bra. Which Melania never wore. No, she slid right out of it. Uh, <laughs> 
He was a soldier in the French Nambian War. <laughs> and he was at the famous Boston Kidney Party. Where American colonists dressed as Native Americans and dumped tons of ginger ale in the harbor. So they're the ginger ale party. Oh my god, I remember the American ginger ale party. They're ginger baggers now. (laughs) 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 You're not ginger baker, he's a drummer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm a ginger bagger. On April 18th, 1775, Paul Revere waited. In the uh, waited in the Wakanda for a signal light from the church tower. The signal was to be if one by shit show, two if by penis. <laughs> and, and of course, don't don't say penis in this. Get out of my house. Uh, when he got the message, he mounted his faithful saffron. We're in a T Rex territory now. Uh, his faithful saffron and rode off grotesquely. On the way, he kept yell- yelling, "The headlights are coming! The headlights are coming!" <laughs> this was the beginning of the American War of Independence from King Lou Dobbs. Oh, there you go. Really? That's it, King Lou Dobbs. King Lou Dobbs, who ran yeah. British American. Okay, I can't even do this. Yeah. Yeah, that was good though. That was fun. I actually re- that's the first time I've recycled a Mad Lib. Like I act, uh, I actually crossed out what we'd written in it before because I was like, I need something for the Revolutionary War. We need something for that. So um, it was a so good there. one. Yeah, yeah, it's fun and a letter of complaint. So there we go. And also the best. Mm-hmm. Be breast. What? What? Be no. Breast. <laughs> Be breast. <laughs> D-breast. Oh my god. Although uh, in our case, it's more like double D-breast, but whatever. Well. There we go. Double D. Yeah. What was Come that? On, the, man. Uh, she, what was it? she literally wore a dress that she knew was going to get wet. And she it, knew that her boobs were going to show. In the Masseur gave her a Swedish wet t-shirt. Or real or whatnot. She Come got on. a sweet. She got a Swedish wet, wet T-shirt that broke both of her boobs. Yeah, well. <laughs> What's wrong with you, chat room? Said I don't care. Do you? So I'm. She's. I'm not going to support her at all. No. Well, maybe if she sends you a free tree peeler, how would you feel then? No, I would not <laughs> feel good because I already have a tree peeler. That's a dog, right? <laughs> Yes. Uh, which one? Which one's the, is that? Earl? That's the tree peeler. No. Yeah, actually, it is Earl. Okay. See, I was right. His bark is worse than his bark. Wait, no. I don't know. They're not barking tonight, finally. No, no. I'm just saying. I was making a pun on tree bark. And it failed. My miserably. point is, is that I'm not feeling sorry for Melania Trump anymore. No. No, she's a person she, too. She she chose to wear a dress that would show her boobs. But she paid a lot of money for those boobs. Sure. Well, and nobody yeah, paid the, a lot of money for that dress. She paid a lot for the America to see those. <laughs> for the America. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, to to and we must and shoot the children as well. 
<laughs> All right, start gathering your thoughts. Um, uh, but I don't yeah, have and um, uh, but oh yeah, we can and shoot the children. There we go. This is we can and shoot the children. Don't Jesus. We can insulate the children. I think I finally figured that out. We can insulate the children. But no, no, it's... We can and shoot the children. No, no, that's not the word, baby cakes. Oh, gosh. Did you so, call her baby cakes? I did call her baby cakes. <laughs> okay, I kind of like that. Hey, baby cakes. Baby cakes Trump. That's it. So... Uh, <laughs> hey, sugar tits! Oh, oh! <laughs> I said it. I did say it. That ain't sugar. Uh, I'm not so taking that back. <laughs> she is sugar tits, Melania. Uh, sugar tits, McGee. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap things up. Uh, Bobber, what do you got uh, on this post Independence Day uh, uh, show of awesomeness? <laughs> Um, I am looking forward to 2021, 4th of July, when, uh, you know, if we, I'm caught if we got to have a, a better president at that time, somebody where I don't feel like I, I have to avoid, you know, going down and watching the fireworks. Well, I'm really open. I'm really hoping Wilbur Ross uh, decides to challenge Trump. Ah. And wow, that would be... Everybody, a, I mean, I mean, he's a spring chicken, really. So, instead of hey, you know what it was? Instead of soup to nuts, it'd be nuts to soup. Oh, see, there you go. This is a can of Campbell's soup. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> all right, and uh, anything else, Bobber? Well, it's just yeah. This this year, I just it was hard for me to feel. Uh, not that it's not so much patriotic, but it just it was hard for me to enjoy Fourth of July this year, and, and uh, it's definitely I, I, hard it, for me it, to feel it connected. Yeah, kind of because I've always enjoyed the Fourth of July. I love fireworks. Yeah. I used to make my own fireworks. Oh my god! Uh, oh you know, my god! And, and Do we need to put just, you on a watch list? <laughs> what? A watch was list? A watch list? Yeah. Ha, no. <laughs> I didn't have watch list back then. No, I, I asked if we needed to put you on one. So I'm kidding, of course. You've you've turned your you've uh, turned your sights to homebrew instead of uh, homemade explosives. So well, what did you do? Have, Take apart shotgun out. shells and get the gunpowder out? I still make my own gunpowder. I make my own gunpowder. Oh my I've god! You're like I actually you're, still have some, have some in the garage. So. From when I was a teenager. Yes. Oh my! You're like Captain Kirk fighting the Gorn. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty simple. It's, it's sulfur, uh, charcoal powder, and, and potassium nitrate. That's all it is. Oh, that's it's all. Pretty simple. You know, I got a, I got potassium nitrate just sitting over in the, the right next to my chili powder. So, <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't. You used to order stuff from Edmund Scientific. They nice. send it without no questions asked. Hush, hush. Comes in a brown wrapper. So, but no, I, I, I get it, Bobber. I feel disconnected this year as well. It, it, that, I mean, and I think that for me, that's a good word, disconnected. It's like, just to see his big dirty asshole out there <laughs> uh, waving it around, you know, rain or shine, 
with the tanks parked out there. And basically, he said, oh, yeah, I just wanted to recruit more people to die in wars that are, you know, unnecessary wars or whatever. I mean, that's dark. That's really dark. So, uh, but anyway, uh, all right. Uh, That's all I got. Well, I appreciate that sentiment uh and uh and and uh, and i hope it gets better uh next time around or in 2021 uh rain what is your uh what do you have on the way out of the program i really don't have much (laughs) i mean i'm just happy that we survived the airlift of 1777 oh my gosh it was so scary I got nothing. I got nothing. I mean, what he said, what he said yesterday was so stupid. Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. (laughs) It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. Such a fucking idiot. Our army took over the airports and did everything it had to do. I know I'm stuttering. I'm stuttering right now because here's the thing that really blows me away is that there were a whole bunch of people out there listening to him on the mall. And it wasn't on the mall. It was around the title base. And it was like, yeah. And I feel like, wow, where, where did your, where did your um, social studies teacher fail you? Mine? But the social studies teacher didn't fail them. They are now part of a cult where yeah. they are ignoring actual history mm-hmm. they cheered that shit they cheered it they they were like yeah and it was like no 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 you're really really dumb so dumb so wildly dumb oh and by the way speaking of dumb uh, i don't want you to uh, i i told susan she had to come in here uh before the show was wrapped up to tell everybody that I'm not lying, I'm not faking it, I am like a complete moron when it comes to lyrics and song meanings and stuff like that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Su- Susan, on? go ahead go ahead and uh, tell everybody that, that, that of my long history. True. I'm more of a word person than he is, so I'm always telling him what the lyrics are, and he's like, what? Hi, Sus. He doesn't really care for them. And Rain said hi. Hi, Rain. Hi, love. I, I, sh- I was... I heard the fireworks outside, so I had to go tape them outside. There's lots of them. Oh, so, you got some audio for us? Yeah, um, I got some audio. I got some video. You can totally see But no, it. I mean, like a good example, when I was a child, I thought Dirty Deeds, Dundurt Cheap was Dirty Deeds and the Thunder Chiefs. Yeah. I thought Duran, <laughs> I thought Duran Duran's Wild Boys was Wild Horse for some reason. <laughs> um, no, there were there were a lot, and oh my God, Prince lyrics don't even get me started. Jesus yeah. Christ, I was a madman with Prince lyrics, you know. Yeah. So, but no, I'm 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 patently so corrected forward. all that. Yeah. She did, but as you can see, I, I still haven't paid that close of attention to uh, lyrics and meanings and things like that. Because again, you guys educated me on uh, under my thumb tonight, and then. I said, you know, I, I said, hey, yeah, Bobber, your one song's about this. No, no, not at all, Ken. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I just needed to, to defend my ignorance uh, and have the Seuss help me out. I'll defend your you. ignorance thank anytime you. you want. Yeah, there anytime we go. You all want. right, thank you, sweetie. We got to wrap up the show. Fine. I'm terrible so. at I'm terrible at lyrics. Oh, I'm I'm the worst. 
Dirty Deeds in the Thunder Chiefs. I'm terrible at lyrics. Dirty Deeds in the Thunder Chiefs? Come on. (laughs) Look. I I really thought that for like two years. No, it's... And I was singing along and my friends were like, what did you just say? (laughs) And I was like... Oh, dirty no. deeds we could do and a show on this. We could do a show on this because there are a lot of lyrics that I've gotten wrong over the years, and I've been with Bob yeah. for fifteen years. And every now and then he's like, "Yeah, you're not getting no. that one right." Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. Nope. You know there was nope. a comedian. There was a comedian that had a bit about this at one point, and he was like, "Yeah, I was really bad at song lyrics as a kid." And he was like, "You know, like the Beach Boys. Well, since you put me down, there's been owls puking in my bed." <laughs> So, <laughs> so uh, that made me feel like I wasn't alone when I heard that. So, but uh, anyway, uh, uh, thank you everybody. Happy post Independence Day. I ho- hope everybody had a great Fourth of July. Have a safe weekend. Uh, we are look- still free. Yeah, we are. And uh, take care of one another. Uh, be good to yourself and be just as good to everyone else. Unless they're a Trump cultist, and then, you know, fuck them. Or a groundhog, indefinitely. Oh, God, don't even get me started. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. Hello, darkness, my old friend. All right, that's it. We'll see everybody next Tuesday. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities... On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you! Good night, Lawrence! <laughs> That's it! <laughs> Our army manned the airport. It ran the ramparts. It took over the airports. It did everything it had to do. We can and should teach children.